Hi, everybody. This is AJ Sanders, and you are listening to Fire and Ice. Yo, 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 what's up? It's the Partners in Podcasting back again. This is Carlson with the Heat. Main with the cool. Yes, yes, we are excited. Yo, man, guess what? This is episode 70. Episode 70. Uh, 70 of Fire oh, and Ice. 70. 70 episodes. Yes. Dang. That's a lot of episodes. Though. It is. Over only, two only, years only, span. Yeah, but it's only. Not even is it full two years? No, no it hasn't been a full two years. Has it? Nah, you that's that's no, no, it hasn't been a full two years. It's like one one in like some change. One yeah. some change. Mm-hmm. Something and some change sounds good. That always sounds like a, a dope saying. One and some change. Nah, two and some change. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> it's, almost, it's like it's real, it's real equivalent to like whoop the whoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> now you ever tell a story You be like Nah you know, what, No what happened uh, no, no. <laughs> What the wood is not a thing man What happened You stupid But yeah Want some change Yeah want some change Yeah man it's At been- the end podcast Want some change We good it. we got it now I like this episode want How many subscribers change. you got Want some change I wonder how many gigs he got Since that day Ah uh, jinkies Yeah Sound like zero to me Yeah <laughs> So how's your week been going uh, tiring man Working out Yeah, yeah. I told her Man he came and Looking a little disheveled I was like Everything alright Now you know Everybody said it today I said I look, look I was tired But I've been, I've been work, I work hard at work though But you know I've been working hard This week In particular mm. Trying to get ready For Christmas stuff Already Don't ask me why I don't make decisions But you know Oh talking about Your job ready for Christmas stuff Okay gotcha, gotcha. So I'm working like Five in the morning every day You know I, I never go to sleep On time so I always gonna sleep Around 12 and 1 mm. So imagine three, four, five days Or three, four, five weeks Of Oof. that I've been doing a lot of mornings. You notice I never, ha- I never really be closing. Mm-hmm. Always in the morning. So. Yeah. And I, but my 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 daily routine doesn't change. What do you like better, closing or opening? Um, opening. Okay. This just sound weird, but I know I'm my mind somewhere else. Jeans but, keys. But opening for real, both both honestly, but definitely, if it's working, opening because um. Yeah, we're supposed to talk about working. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what definitely. we're talking about here. Probably nice, ladies and gentlemen. Jinkies. But um, <laughs> now opening because I don't have to uh, stay there late, late, late at night. Okay. When you closing sometimes. If people don't do their job when they when they should have done it, they try to do it at eleven. Nuh-uh. I want to leave at eleven, mm-hmm. not not start cleaning at eleven. So how does that affect? Because you you know you do a lot as far as you have your regular job and then you have your girls and then you have um. You know all the podcasting that you do. Yeah. How does that like affect? Like, how does your schedule? Because, like I said, it's it's hard for me to get in contact with you sometimes. I know. So, like, I know. How I does know. that? What's how does your schedule differ versus you working? Like, you closing versus you opening? I um. Well, okay. I mean, so I'm gonna, I open today. So I'm keeping my schedule for the day. Right. Okay. I went in there at five this morning. Um, stayed to work till three. Mm. All right. From three, I met up with Slim from um. Sit down with Slim. Sit down with Slim. And I was going to say something else. We've been talking all day. But uh, sit down with Slim. And we went to Waynesboro mm-hmm. straight from my job. He'll tell you. I went to get switch cars out. Went to Waynesboro straight from my job. Went to Waynesboro. It was a dummy mission, but I had got paid in advance to do a, a job. They wasn't there. I stayed 10 minutes. I left. Mm-hmm. So we drove back from Waynesboro. Mm-hmm. Back to my job. Dropped them off in his car. Um, went to go see my girls. Straight from there. Right. Got some Chick-fil-A. Went to see my girls. Gave them a bath. Broke Jumia um um a card and stuff, getting them kisses and stuff. Went home to get the equipment to come to you, mm. and I'm here now. Gotcha. So that was my whole day so far. Now we're recording. Gotcha. And then once I leave here, uh, episode got to be uploaded. So I'm gonna go home, do that, then hopefully take a shower and go to sleep and wake up at five in the morning and do it over again. Gotcha. Now versus you closing. If I was closing, what would have happened was I'd have woke up. I had my girls with me because I always got them. 
I was took book to school, so mm-hmm. seven thirty morning, seven in the morning, waking up get, to get here at seven thirty because that's you got that's when school starts now. Uh, I come back. Honestly, I can't go to sleep when I come back. So normally I'm just either up watching content, whether if you put something out or Slim put something out, or if somebody put something out, YouTube watch, I'll watch that at okay. that time. If not, I'll just watch other podcasts trying to, trying to get some information and just get entertained. Um, in the meantime, going on Facebook, scrolling Facebook, just trying to map out my next podcast. Mm-hmm. I might edit a video on my phone. Everybody know I do everything on my phone. Mm-hmm. So everything is in my phone. Any video you ever see is all in my phone. So I might edit that, match some audio to something, you know what I'm saying? Or I do some out of spur, spur the moment and send to you, like with the um, interview we got now. Yes. Um, something like that. I'm that was dope, by the way. I, did, I, do, I do it when I got the time. So I'm at, or I'm at work. I'm at home doing that. But I got Bailey with me. She's a baby baby. Right. She can't do anything on, that, on her own at all. You know? Um, so once her mom get off, I, what I do is uh, I keep her so her mom gets some rest. And I drop her off like 140. Be the work at 2. Work to 11. Okay. If you had came over, like, to the podcast, we do the podcast between 10. I always say... 10 or 11 because I need that last hour to get ready to go to work. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the kids always come first. Um, my pod, The podcast, all the podcasts we do, to me, it, it comes second with my job because I use that to fund everything I, I do mm. on my own. You know, we do everything on our own. We don't never get no funding for anything we do. Right. So, everything. I don't, I don't think people understand it. I think, and also, too, and not, and, and not on no uh, whining situation, but I think people need to understand, like, even if you are getting money, it doesn't necessarily, not even necessarily, it does, I can only speak for on my behalf, but it doesn't go to your pockets. For me, right? because I tell people this all the time, if I was getting money like that, I would definitely not still be living with my parents. Like, I literally stay in the same room I've been staying in since, you know, I got out of college. So and 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 not this and I, I'm not like I'm not ashamed or embarrassed by it. like I said again you know my parents support me. I don't they, think it's nothing to be ashamed or yeah. embarrassed by. So if, if you, if but, you, but 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 the way have, but the way society is set up though, they, especially with us black men, it's like they they a lot of people frown upon that. Yeah, and that's a that's a and that's a gift and a curse because what happens is you have people that don't like to be with their family, so they go extra hard to go out and make right. the world, so they don't have to come back home. So it, it depends how you're looking at it. It's perspective, perspective. And I look at it like this. I don't look at it as you lazy or that you this, that, that. I look at it as you are blessed enough to have parents that can allow this. Right. Like, this is a nice house. Like, right. Can allow this. But see, let me tell you, and you said, you said the key word, perspective. My perspective had to change on that because when I was in, of course, when you were a teenager, you're a teenager, you want to get out. You want to just leave. Right, right, right. Well, most people. Naturally. Um. So for me, my perspective was, again, at 18, I was leaving, moving, never coming back. Like, my plan was, I went to college in Atlanta. I won't come back to Augusta at all. Period. Wasn't moved back home. Period. Um, so I ended up moving back to Augusta, and then after college, because I got a job, and I wasn't trying to look for no job in Atlanta when I didn't have to. I already had a, a a good job lined up for me in Augusta at a news station. But when I moved out to my apartment, and I think I've told this story before. Um, yeah, yeah, but still, I just again. i i moved out. I, I at the time I was like, oh, I got this raise. I'm going to get this apartment. <laughs> uh, actually, my dumb butt got a townhouse. Yeah, you did. See, you know what I'm saying? Townhouse. It's like I, I I didn't think that through. I should have stayed at home longer, and I should have continued to save money so that way I would be a little bit more self sufficient. Um, but you know, again, you and you're you in that again, you in that mentality of I have to get out of my parents' house, or you're thinking that when society tells you at a certain age you got to get out. But you know, the, the you odd know, thing so, about that is that society tells you that, but your parents don't say Yeah, that exactly. So my, my, like, my, <laughs> never, my parents have never said you got to get out at a certain age. 
Um, now, there are times, of course, that we bump heads, and of course, your dad might be like, "Hey, when you, you know," but it's exactly, just, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But it's 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 not like it's not like they're like get out. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom says this all the time. She says it would look bad upon her if she's living good in this house and my kids are living on the street. Now, how would that look? Nah, that's a hundred percent a fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, like I said, I'm blessed to have parents that um that allow me to as I'm still work. I do work. I I do take care of my bills, but I I can still focus on my dream and stuff. I want to do things. I want to do as far as trying to push forward. Because I this business is hard. But I said all that to say. We, the money that we do receive, like I said, from the magazine or whatever, it's like you that money doesn't go to our pockets. So what you're saying about the podcasting, the money that you receive, that's not going into your pocket. That's going back into filling filling the podcast, your gas that you got to spend for driving everywhere. And so let me let me just say this: normally I don't say numbers because I feel like it's always it's always distasteful to just throw out numbers mm-hmm. and business wide. But since it didn't go through, I'm just going to speak on it just to give people a perspective, right? And I just got good business sense. I'm just a, I, I'm just like that. So. For a job I was supposed to do today, which was something real small, mm. you know, just uh, film something, not even, probably not even 25 minutes. It's a little sparring session for some boxers mm. that, that don't really box, but they wanted to get some footage out. Right. So in doing that, what I did was um, I got slim. I said, well, I'm going to get slim since they since they paid me a, a good amount just for that hour worth of work. I'm going to get slim. You know, I'm going to have him record it. He could keep the footage and give we, we'll give it to them, but he keep the footage and put it out. They had me $60. Six dollars, you know what I'm saying? Mm. This is an hour worth of work. I don't have to do anything but hold the. I could do my phone if I wanted to, mm. but I got slim to just get them good quality. The rest of they paying extra. They already paid me, so we came back. Nothing happened. He didn't have to record nothing. You know, we just drove the. I drove and he drove back. I still gave him half because that's just business sense. Mm. But just to say, like that, to the other thirty dollars I got, other thirty dollars I got. I'm not pocketing it, technically speaking. It's just on my cash app card. So next time I need a microphone or we need some cords. Right. Or remember that week we wanted to do a phone interview, but we couldn't do it because I had to get the cords. Right. That's just this right there. That was $29 right there. Right. So it's just, it's, it's, it's go in and come out. If you're just thinking that you're going to pocket everything you're getting, your your product is not going to grow. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Is, is there anything in the world? I learned at an early age that you always reinvest in yourself or reinvest Got in your to. business. Got so that that's I always like that. But again, people, but people from the outside looking in because again, people have these this warp mentality or people um, always try to find something negative so they can throw dirt on your name or whatever. Like they always look at things and try to find something negative. But I feel like that was an important story for you to tell as far as like just the money situation because again, like the money that people you know get. Like I said, a lot of times that, that's definitely not being pocketed. That's definitely going towards like you, the money that you bring in. Like for me, okay, for instance, so ads for a magazine. I can speak on this. Um, we charge a certain amount for different sizes. Correct. Okay, so the money for the magazine, the magazine doesn't mag- doesn't magically appear from a tree. Hmm. So the money that comes in from the ads goes straight directly into the production company that produces the magazines they charge a certain amount for a certain amount of pages our magazine is 24 pages so they charge is it i think 579 per per magazine right right so if you so you so 579 times 40 we we normally do get 40 issues that's what 200 something somewhere somewhere so 200 some change 200, 200, <laughs> 200 some change so Pretty much, like I said, basically all the money that's coming from, and think about it again, we sell ads at fifty. Most people get this get the fifty and the seventy five. Nobody really gets the hundred. Right. So all that money from there is going straight directly into 
the magazine. Yeah, so it's not a it's not a profit margin. No, it's and then also then the money that we okay, so we sell the magazines for ten dollars. So when we the money that comes in, that ten dollars, and then we all most of the time we always are re shelving or we have to reorder. Yeah. So that money goes back into reordering, and so then the money from the reorder. That helps just in case, because sometimes we don't really make our ad quota. I'm I'm just being transparent right now, because like I said, we don't. No, that's, 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 you that's know what important. I'm saying. Sometimes we don't make the ad quota. Like we have a certain amount of ad space, and we want to make a certain amount of money. A lot of times we don't make it. I think so, that's important because and I cut you off, but yeah, it's important because a lot of people see that you're selling the magazines and you take the picture of people that buy the magazine. But if I can sell all these magazines, but if I, if I ain't make my magazine quota, right? But imagine, but also think about that: you're not making a quota, but you're still selling these magazines. You're not, but hurt about not making a quota. I'm like I ain't, I ain't gonna push this magazine. No, you still push the magazine because right. you got to keep pushing. Right. So that way, and that's so the money from the sales, and basically the money from the sales and the ad goes back into the magazine. Right. And that's and that's and I think that's what people need to understand. Entrepreneurs. Starting out, or even entrepreneurs that have started, and y'all not really, do, y'all not doing what you need to do as far as putting the money back into your business versus you trying to keep up with the Joneses. This is an important lesson, like I said, because once you refill and re recycle, recycle, then eventually you'll get so, that return. And I want to, and I want to say this is why I say the job, my job and this come hand in hand, right? I learned so much from working in a corporate company that I work at, especially moving up the chain where I moved up, right? Mm-hmm. And I learned this now more than ever. And my job, we got this thing called cost. So the price of something might be $100, right? But the store may have paid only $20 for that item. Mm. It's a big margin, $80. $80. Every, so every time somebody buys it, make $80. But it's a flip side to that. So I work in a certain area. So let's say, for instance, in the summertime, everybody wants mulch. Everybody wants grass seed and all this stuff, right? So the mulch, it costs, I think, $3.33. We pay $2.57 for it. So what? Maybe what? Maybe some change. Not even one some change, but just some change um, on it. So maybe sixty cent a piece. We make money off it. There's nothing, nothing really. But when the most going to sell five for ten, and you start, and, and people buying it in bulk like that, you're not making no sell, no no money at all because that mulch is two dollars a piece, and you you paying two sixty seven for it. But the fact matter is not about the loss you're making. It's about the fact that okay, when these customers come in, are they gonna buy extra items to go with this mulch? And the extra items they buy, I might have a big profit margin on. So I say to say, just because in the magazine, you may not make your money back on that, right? But somebody might see that magazine and be like, okay, I need to start watching these shows. Mm. So it's all going to tie, like, it's all going to tie into something somewhere where it's going to be profitable. It's going right. to make sense somewhere. Every loss is because on paper it's a loss. It's right. not technically a loss. Yeah, I look, at th- I look at stuff differently. Well, you know that. Like I said, I look at success differently. I look at profit differently. Like I said, everything to me is not monetary. Um, I want to break down the money thing because that's what most people look at. But yeah, I agree with you. Like I said again, with the magazine, the reason why it's called VPN Mag because again, it always goes back to what the the root is. The root is Victory Productions, and we have shows and different things like that. So that's always been the root of what we were trying to do. So that's why, as far as like promoting the shows, everything always comes back to all right. How can we get people to come back to the the brand, which is Victory Productions? But and so also too with just. Again, definition of success to me is different. Like for me, something successful if to me is when if somebody um books a job based off because they did it they did one of my shows and somebody saw them on my show and then it was like, I wanna hire you for this. Exactly. That's, That's success a win. to me. That's a win. You know That's what I'm saying? Checking the win column. Absolutely. Um and you got a bunch of, you got a bunch of wins. You know, you probably got one of some change wins. Yeah. Yeah. But what what I do wanna say is 
the the funny the funny thing that we we didn't mention, I guess, is kind of what we getting around to too. Is I think when you when we don't break that stuff down like that, this is how the average person thinks. I know this because I've been the average person before. Mm. Okay, Carlson selling these magazines for ten dollars a piece. He started off fifty magazines. He sold all fifty of them. He made five hundred dollars. He made five hundred dollars. Mm. No. They don't see the cost of everything, how much you got paid, and also too, all the driving you had to do. Let's keep it transparent too. Shipping and some of those magazines it. were given for free. Now, the discounts just to get yeah. rid of the magazine because people understand sometimes it's 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 a it's a it's a beauty in business just to say I got rid of everything. So just tying it back, hey, and then you go, we gonna get into more stuff. I promise y'all, yeah. but this is educational. Tying it back once again, I work in a big department, right? So the season is changing. We got to get rid of all the patio furniture. Mm-hmm. I sold all the patio furniture on the front. I don't get pay commission and all that stuff, right? Mm. We didn't make no money off it, though, because the stuff was 75% off. Mm. You're not making no money. Right. But it looks good to say, I got rid of all the patio right. furniture. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So it just went, it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's not, it's not a check and win all lost column. It just, it's just something added to your resume. Right. So, yeah, I think people got to look at, look at that, that standpoint and understand that even when we, when we think about you charging $10 for a magazine, how much more you could be charging when we break stuff like that down. Mind you, we only did a, a little small portion. We didn't go too deep into it. Right. But if it had you went too deep into it or went real deep into it, they would understand the importance of why you you, you, you talk so much about supporting, being in their face, you know what I'm saying? Uh, why you seem so consistent on these ads. That That's the money to, to just make sure we get enough magazines in to ship out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, not, it, it's, never, it's never just... Okay, it's going in my pocket. And that's why when we, and we're going to talk about it later, I'm pretty sure, but when we meet me, you, and uh, Devin talking about the whole Jay-Z thing and this, that, and third, people be thinking about, oh, this person got this much money, he good. We don't know what, the, those, those people, net worth and stuff like that is based on businesses they have. Right. How much the business made. A business can make $40 billion. What if they spent $50 billion? Right. They didn't make any money. But they, you know, what I'm saying it just shows that they grow, they they brought in forty million. But how much did they did they spend? So I always say that when it comes to business, you just don't really know everything. That's anything: podcasting, um, magazines. You know, what I'm saying media, um, filming. You never know. You know, what I'm saying you could tell somebody today. Yeah, I mean, I had a bunch of DVDs. I was selling them ten out of the pop. I had a thousand DVDs. I sold all of them. Made ten thousand. But they don't know it cost about fifteen just to make them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Hope not, but. You get what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of the things where everything is, you know, just because it's in front of you, don't mean you're looking at that particular thing. Yeah, I think people, like I said, the the there's more to what you see. Definitely, you definitely. know what I'm saying. Like there's always stuff happening behind the scenes that you're not aware about or that you're not privy to. Um, so that's why it's important that you ask before you assume. Yeah, and it's just part of growing up because you learn that growing up. And I'm not getting into that, but. You think your parents and them got everything because they got a job. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but we don't know about bills. <laughs> we don't right. know about. Or you, or you think that that with checks, you could just write a check and then that's how it works. And, yeah. and I was little, I thought, oh, you, you have, you got a, a, a book full of checks, you good. Yeah. You got to have money in the bank for that check to be good. Yeah. That's, so. that's the hard part. Get, get, I could write checks all day. I yeah. write checks, yeah, but do you have the, can you cash them? No, oh, money in there. Exactly. You be bouncing through the bank. Man. Yeah, you be on the, um, have your picture on the on the Kroger wall. Back at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Fraudulent checks. 
going to jail for forging checks. Um, are we? Um, we have y'all heard at the beginning of the podcast. We had a beautiful AJ Sanders. Uh, we're gonna talk to her a little she bit later, and uh, um, we're gonna talk to her a little bit later it's in funny. the podcast. Wait, hold on, no, no, no. Let me not say about that. It was funny because I, I peeped that you liked my comment <laughs> under the IG post. I did. Yeah, I thought you were funny. Her voice is beautiful. Cause you, it's funny because you keep you keep saying it. But I, the, let me tell you, the funny thing is, I seen how she looked obviously before we interviewed her, right? Mm. But then the voice put into it, I was like, yo, she looked way better now. I don't know why. I just was like, yo, this is. I can listen to this all night. <laughs> you stupid. For real. But AJ, AJ, she's 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 a uh, she's a sweetheart. I I'm, I've been sweetheart. fortunate. I've been fortunate to uh to continue to like just to work together professionally as far as like just the interviews again. This is the second time I had an opportunity to interview her. Um, so she's great and, and we're going to be working on some things hopefully in the future. Um, but we're going to get to that interview later on in the podcast. She's but for you guys, too. Yeah. So for I those, did watch her stand up. Huh? Uh, I watched her stand up last yeah. week. Oh yeah. She's, she's yeah. Hilarious, hilarious. Hilarious. Um, so if you guys are not going to get the whole podcast, you guys can go to, uh, more than soundcloud.com slash more than a master's podcast to listen to this entire podcast. And you definitely want to listen because AJ is going to be coming on later on in the show. And I'm not sure that you guys are going to get it for those who, of you who will miss it. Word. So, you guys would definitely want to go ahead and subscribe to the SoundCloud page, um, and let's make that happen. Yeah, definitely. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right, so we're going to get started um, talking about our topics. Our first big topic, of course, the big topic um, everybody been talking about on social media is Mr. Kanye Man, West. Oh, so, Jinkies. So, about me, I'm sorry. No, I, don't, I didn't see you on the topic of social media Oh, this I'm week. sorry. Must've, must've Maybe been, Twitter. I must have been sleeping. must have been dreaming. <laughs> um, but Kanye West, um, as you guys know, he has been on this um, new spiritual journey. Kanye West has started this uh, worship yeah. service. Kanye West worship. Why are you yawning? So I got tired. No, go ahead. That yeah, is I, so I, rude. No, not, not not from you. I'm just sometimes hearing names. I just get tired. Oh wow. Uh, but that's you know that's an interesting perspective. I'm glad. Keep that in your thoughts. I had that same injury. Trust me. Okay. So Kanye West started this worship service and basically started out in uh, I think Calabasas or whatever, but. He's been doing worship services, and he's been doing different pop-ups around the country. Well, his latest pop-up was in Atlanta, two hours away from us, and he was at New Birth, which is my old church when I used to go to in college. When I was at Georgia State, shout out to those um, Georgia States. Georgia States. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Panthers. I could not think of the mascot. I was like, what's the mascot? I think the Panthers. Anyway, um, so basically um, Kanye was there at New Birth, and this caused like a whole situation on social media people are saying that Kanye West has no right being at the church you know this is not a good look for the church you know it's it's just a whole bunch of but then you got other, the other side saying why can't Kanye worship God why can't he lead worship why can't he sing about Jesus and different things like that so there's a lot of back and forth of course and when as always with social media it's always the back and forth with people so of course we're gonna talk about it here on Fire Nights what I said I was gonna do I was gonna call random people Cause you know we said we talked about this one time we said we just gonna call people and just and just and talk to them so I just figured hey why don't we just call people and just and just randomly they can hang up in our face if they want to and if they want to yeah yeah why not? so I'm gonna call folk and just say hey let's talk about fire and ice uh, do you have an opinion or you want to wait till the people talk um what's up to you just let you go wait or you want you want you can speak while you call maybe okay. or you want, you want me to say mine while we go call ahead, you can go ahead and say yours um I I wasn't gonna lie but it's too late I don't feel like doing it um. <laughs> I would say this, uh, you know, I have strong feelings about Kanye West, obviously. I've mm. been talking about it for a minute for all the wrong reasons, pretty much. Not much to do with music. Um, but what I could say as far as er- everything with that, I feel like he was in a space where he did have to 
get the black audience back. Um, some of us, some of them, some people are just diehard Kanye fans. Mm. And like I said, remember he told us slavery was a choice, and people said we had to understand where he was coming from. Mm. I never, I, I mean, in, in a million years, I never would imagine black people un, would black people defending a black person saying that slavery was a choice mm. on a white platform. Mm. Never would have thought that we had that. I would that would have been defended. But apparently, he had this kind of influence on a certain generation, which makes sense because. It was at one point in time where he was that inspiration for a lot of people, right? Which you can't take away from him. Mm. Um, people, people evolve, they grow, and they change. With money, you're gonna change. Like any, anytime you get higher in life, you're gonna change. It's just, or you're gonna look like you change because you have to, or you're gonna get swallowed in. That's just mm. point blank. Period. Do I agree with a lot of stuff he's doing? No. Do I think the church is a bad look for the church? I'm be honest with you. We gotta be real with certain things. I could dislike Kanye as much, but I'm gonna give a real perspective. Kanye being involved with any entity is not going to be a bad look for that entity. That's just bottom line. Mm. I can't think of anything that Kanye West could be a part of that's going to be a bad look for that thing. Now, it might be bad for Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But he's bigger than so many things that I don't think that, like the TMZ thing wasn't a bad look for TMZ. Bad look for Kanye. Mm. It's a great look for TMZ. <laughs> you know what mm. I'm saying? Um so it's just one of them things. I don't think that that the rebirth, that's re, what you said? Re, New birth. It's New the birth. church. Yeah. I don't think that it's a bad look for that. I think that it's good because I didn't, I didn't, I never heard of the church before. So mm. now I know what it, now I know what it is. Oh, you know, it's a big deal. Um, people are going to want to go there because that guy was there. People that go to Atlanta now and be like, oh, let's, let's go visit that church Kanye was at. I see, but, you know but it's saying? interesting that you're saying that because you're speaking from a person who doesn't go to church. Yeah, I So yeah. that's 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 interesting that you said that. I'm going to call but, it. No, one more thing. Okay, I was go ahead. Say, Sorry. The only thing I want to say, the only negative, thing I, only negative thing I have is the fact that certain, and I think our people are very, very vic- vic- victim of that, letting people in with God. Like, if they, like, if you, if somebody, you have a, a problem with somebody and they usually bring up God or just, like they going to church or whatever it can be, people are more susceptible to letting them in and forgiving them through God. And mm. I'm like, and I hope that he's not using that lane to get forgiveness for the mm. things he said. That's how it looks to me. But I'm also going to be honest and just say that it's not a bad look because it's God. You, it's just that's just gotcha. it's just a genius move. And I hate to say it, you can't use God that way, but he, apparently he did. Gotcha. All right, so we're gonna call some people. Is everything set up? The good we can call. It should folks? be good. Yeah. All right, let's call some folks. We're gonna call some random people. Random people. The volume up on here. Is it gonna work? You hear Hello. Me? Hello. Hey. All right. Hold on. We're just trying to get the volume together. Okay. Hello. Hey. All right. So something's going on with our volume, people. But we do have Kevin Bowman on the line. We're gonna to try to get this fixed. Um. So. I need volume up on your phone. Let me see. Let me, cut, let me try that. Up. All the way up. Okay. All right. Can you test us up? Can you say mic check real quick, Kevin? My check, my check. Oh, he's loud on. He's loud. They can hear it. The people can okay, hear. Okay, the people so. can hear, but we just can't. We just barely. All right, Kevin. So we're we're calling random people, and I. It's not really to be transparent. You're not random because I text you first. And I said, "Hey, I'm gonna call you." Okay, I'm about to say because you But Kevin, um, you've had you've been vocal about. We're talking about Kanye West and talking about you know his worship services, and you've been vocal about your opinion about it. And I wanted to get the people give you an opportunity to express yourself here on Fire Night. So the the floor is yours, sir. Well, basically, um, when I saw the post, and I've been seeing them for a little while, and I've been hearing a little conversation about them, but when I saw um, 
the some of the latest clips and I saw and I was listening to the songs, it was more so the song choice that really kind of got me a little bit. Uh, the one in particular was so anxious. Um, so anxious by genuine. Yeah, he so anxious it. by genuine. Yeah, but he sung, um, I'm sorry, sorry, not to cut you off, Kev. He, he sung it in church. Yeah, well, what he did was he remixed the song. But but, I'm but it was the same music, just the words were remixed so, to like a gospel. So anxious for what? Get so anxious for Jesus. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Keep going, Kev. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Kev. So he um so when I heard the remix, now for me. You know, I remember when the song first came out, and I remember, you know, how I, how the song made me feel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so and and that's where my mind went. You know, and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, being older now, and uh, I'm not a minister or anything, but being somewhat into uh, God and God's people, and trying to, you know, make sure. Even I, like I, I even put in my post, you know, I sing some R&B songs, but I'm very very careful on what I sing and making sure that there's nothing that um, would be offensive, you know, to the body of Christ or anything like that. So I, I basically uh, posted that, you know, I felt that, you know, it was in bad taste. Um, if Kanye is, you know, turning over a new leaf and has found God and this and that, that's wonderful. But he needs to get under leadership first. Because mm. I feel like if he gets under leadership and some wise counsel, we wouldn't be having these songs. I mean, we're doing like half like R&B songs and then you're doing a few you know gospel you know older gospel songs i am hearing like hezekiah walk and all that but i just think that that's in bad taste and if, if you're really going to get into the word you can't really put mixed light and dark all the time that like and that that seems to be the trend mm. so when i saw that it sort of raised some questions gotcha. so that's why i posted so that let me ask you this real quick kevin um mm -hmm. and just this is just a, a question how do you feel about gospel artists who kind of like take secular music and 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 turn it? Because I know Kurt Franklin does it a lot. So how do you feel about that? Do you still do you have the same opinion on that? Well, mm. overall, I don't really care for that. Now, okay, I do think that sometimes it's a it's a case by case basis. Some some stuff that we label as R and B or or just not uh, not gospel is not necessarily bad. It just depends. Um, like I say, in particular, So Anxious, that's a song, you know, Meet Me at 1130, I'm gotcha. So Anxious, a.k.a. Horny, um, I'm a sexaholic. Like, yeah, why yeah. do I need that in church? So you're, so you're, <laughs> so basically your issue is, it depends on the subject matter of the original song. Right, because gotcha. music is also geared, not just the lyrics, music is geared to make you feel a certain way, the way it's structured. Mm. Like, you wouldn't put So Anxious on old mcdonald had a farm because then people would say well the music ain't making me feel sexy sexy or so anxious so gotcha. i need something that's gotcha. got some long groaning tones to you know like something like that that's gonna go along with the lyrics so it's not just the lyrics but when you put that there and then somebody said to me they said well these young people don't know nothing about uh so anxious i'm like you'll be surprised what they know and it's not just young people in the church either right so you know so gotcha. But yeah, yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> well, Kev, I gotta ask you one question, Kev. Um, yes, sir. Were you ever a Kanye fan? I was never a Kanye fan. No. Okay. Just, no. I'm, but I'm not, I, I was never a hater of nothing. But no, I've never neither. really listened. I'm not a yeah. Kanye fan. Either. I just wanted to ask, so <clears throat> ask anybody that question just so they can kind of you know preface it with that too. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Kevin, thank I'm you on so your much. side, Kev. Trust <laughs> me. Kevin, thank you so much for giving your opinion. We appreciate you.
Appreciate the platform, man. Right, Y'all no take problem. care. All right. All right. Yeah, All right. shout out to Kevin. He's a beautiful speaker, man. Yeah, let me I see. I can't really hear him that well. We can't hear him on this end, but y'all can hear him very, very well. I'm going to yeah. listen back to this tomorrow. Uh, I spoke very well, man. Let me um see who else. Who else should I randomly call? Are you going to text him first? No, I'm going to just actually call him. Let's okay. See, I can't call Sasha. She's doing her show right now. Shout out to them. Say what? Let's call anyway. I can't. They're on the air right now. Just, you, all, you all family, ain't it? No, they're actually Brown, on. They're here. live on the air. She she got a phone. I was there. She got a phone. On the no, I can't do. She's hosting oh, the show, I see man. Yeah, that's what you're doing. What? I'm fine. You gotta call her. You tripping? I don't uh, think she's a Kanye fan anyway. She probably has no. Um, yeah. Where is Side man? I ain't seen Side in a minute. Like, she working. She oh, working. Okay. She grinding. Let's see. Let's call Risho. Let's call Risho. You know you don't know any Kanye fans? No, I do, but I don't have the phone numbers. I'm just calling people who phone numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I, I know Mad Kanye fans. Not their phone number though. I don't. You hang with them. <laughs> I want to copy. I want to copy who phone numbers I actually have. Now nah, that makes sense. You know, I don't have like even because we're Facebook friends. Don't mean we're friends, friends. Because mm. I don't. So that's deep. Just saying. That's deep. Hello. Hi, Rachel. Do you love Hi, me? Carlton. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So I'm randomly calling people on Fire and Ice. We're talking about Kanye. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> so I wanted to call you and see. Do you know? You know what's going on, right? No, the fast Sunday service. Yeah, he had Sunday service at New Birth, and you know people have issues with him. You know, doing gospel music and different things like that. Okay, he it was at New Birth already, or it's coming. Yeah, he was at New Birth Sunday. Oh. So I just was calling people to get their opinion on how do you feel about Kanye West doing worship service anywhere, or how do you feel about Kanye West doing gospel music? Like, what's your opinion on that? I mean, after I listened to the interview with his wife a while ago, after it started. And she said that it is not, it's not church service. He's not preaching. Um, I kind of felt okay with it because I was like, you know, soon he's going to be calling himself Jesus again and we're going to have some real problems. But I mean, I have listened to some of the songs and they are inspirational and that's what they said is the purpose of his Sunday service. And I can, I can dig that. But you're not gonna find me at Sunday service because I ain't going to hell with Kanye. Oh, Jinx. Well, can, can I, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Can I ask you a question? Oh, well, how um, are you? Yes. What, what, what do you think he should change the name of what he's doing then? Since Sunday service is kind of like related to going to church and has that kind of that that relationship with God and and, and being spiritual. I do think that would make a difference because I feel like sooner sooner than later it's gonna be more of a, a quote unquote church service because he's having it on Sundays there, you know, they are singing about the Lord. And I mean, even though she said it, um, what's her name? Kim says in her interview, it's, they're trying to set an atmosphere. And when you come, you can't help, but feel inspired. But I, I do think if he changed the name, it would maybe change how people feel. Yeah. I, I just, I guess I want to know like why he didn't do it on Monday or like Tuesday like why Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, again, like I said, soon enough, he's going to be calling himself Jesus, and it's going to be some problems. Mm. I mean, he could do it on Wednesday. Ain't that Bible study? Like Kanye it study? Is. He could have called it that. Jinkies. He could, yeah. Oh, you said it too? Yeah. Oh, Risha, what's going on? <laughs> Risha, thank you so oh, much. you real friends. <laughs> thank on, you. Yeah. Risha, thank you for, uh, for letting us randomly call you. We appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Are you, I uh, We were asking everybody, are you a Kanye fan? Or were you a Kanye fan? No. Okay, I gotta find a Kanye fan. Okay, all right. Thank you for 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 giving us your opinion. 
All right. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, I gotta find. Do you have a Kanye fan friend? Not really. Oh man. Yeah. Damn. Hang on. People that like Kanye. <laughs> no. Wow. Yikes. Nah. I never did. Not even in school. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. While I am finding somebody who may be a Kanye fan, I'm gonna give my opinion. Um. I'm gonna be one. Keep it 100. When I first saw this, um. I did for five seconds have an issue because going five back seconds. to five seconds <laughs> because of what Risha was saying. Because again, if you remember, Kanye at one time was calling himself Jesus, mm-hmm. and I have an issue with that because again, it's like you're taking Jesus and you're making yourself like your 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 God, and that, that that I do have a problem with because that's that's idolatry. That's very that's real. That's on that's also another level type of stuff that you don't want to be a part of, and I'm and I'm good on that. So, however, with Kanye now, and I don't know this man's heart. Um, he could have like people change, people grow, people evolve. Um, he definitely could have found Jesus, and he definitely could have been saved. I'm not here to question anybody's salvation. That's not my job. Um, so I can't say if this is authentic or not. Like I can only see what I see, and from what I've seen, I feel like Kanye is being authentic as far as wanting to to lead people to Jesus. I feel like Jesus helped him. I guess change whatever's going on with him um however my issue is with people and it's always been with people as far as like all the time it is i just have an issue with people. <laughs> um but no my issue is people who are on the kanye boat they're okay with kanye doing this but they get so um they always are talking negative about kurt franklin and let me tell you why like I say Kurt Franklin, huh? No, well, I mean, yeah, I'm a Kurt Franklin fan, but this, this, that, that's let's throw that out the window. Like, I feel like Kurt Franklin has been um, really revolutionized or evolutionized, whatever the word is, whatever it's one. He's basically changed the game when it came to gospel music. Gospel music used to be seen as old, you know, like it's like just regular, like nobody really want to listen to it real slow, whatever. But he really changed the game when it came to making it more appealing to young people. Okay. Like I knew about young. I knew more. I want to learn more about Jesus because of Kurt Franklin, as far as listening to his music. Okay. So, for me, I take umbrage. I take. I have an issue with people who are saying "Go Kanye, go," but in the same breath, y'all are ridiculing uh, Kevin. I mean Kevin, ridiculing Kurt Franklin. I have an issue with that. So, I have a I, big problem with that. I can. I can definitely see that, especially with you being a Kurt Franklin fan. You know what I'm saying? So, now that I'm not a fan, cause I like. I, just, I, I like I know him because I like the music, you know, and yeah. I don't go to church, you know that. So for me to know that music is means it's, it's good. I think the thing is this, right? People saying go Kanye and it may not to Kurt Franklin because it's I think there's so many people that listen to like I guess you could say secular music mm. over but, gospel music. But it's even but it's even but it's even people in the church that that are like against what Kurt has done or ha- or is doing, and then but they're like in the same breath saying y'all. Um, y'all need to, you know, give Kanye a chance. And here's the thing with that. So, like you were saying, you you have people who are just diehard Kanye West fans. So anything he does is gonna be like, yo, we follow him. Like he can jump off the cliff, and that's like they're gonna jump off the cliff with him. Yeah. You know, I'm not no diehard fan of anybody like that. So you know, nobody. So, um, but that's just what it is. So again, I don't have an issue with Kanye. Doing worship music. If this is where his heart is leading him, and this is what God is leading him to do. And like you said, again, it's, I think it's important. People, people are going to gravitate towards Christ um, in different ways. If Kanye West is the way, because again, Kanye West is somebody who a lot of people look up to. 
And if if the way to Christ is is because of this worship thing that he's doing, then I say good job. But I also say also keep your eyes open because I agree with Rachel. Again, you don't want to get to a point to where it's like if he starts making it about him and I'm talking about Kanye, then it's like, all right, now you're deceiving people and you don't want to ever get to that point. But I pray it doesn't ever get to that point. But I agree with you too as far as like I don't want it to be – I hope this is not – I hope this is authentic. I hope this is not just a way to lure the black people back into being on his side. Do you mind? What about? Well, never mind. Go ahead. I what? Say, I don't even want to call your mom or not. I can call her. Yeah, but she's not a Kanye no, fan. No, no, no. She, no, no. She's call, gonna, call her. Call her. Call her. She's gonna call agree though. Call her. I want to hear what Mama Clay got to say, man. Oh Lord. Okay, I'm calling. It's the reason why I'm saying I'm on Facebook. I just seen her comment on the post. Okay. She said, "Oh man, I'm just seeing this. I got you, Mama Clay. I got you. Mama Clay gonna step. I'm tell you right now." I was going to say that 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 term. Going step. <laughs> going step. That's good. That was Wednesday. Hello. Hey, ma. Hey. Man told me to call you, so we are still randomly calling people, <laughs> and we're gonna get uh-huh. we're getting everybody's opinion on Kanye West. Okay. So, uh, so go ahead and give your opinion on what you think about Kanye West and Kanye. Well, first off, how you doing, Mama Clay? We're gonna be I'm very respectful. Okay. Uh, you tried it. Hope you're having a beautiful Wednesday. I talked to her already. Today's Wednesday. Today right? is Wednesday. Okay, and then now we—I'm just—we are very interested in your opinion. Oh God! What? 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 I can't. Are you tripping? You tripping right now? We are very interested in your opinion. So, can you please give that to us, ma'am? I—I I, I think uh, people are going overboard, especially the, the the people in the church. We're supposed to be people that. Um, you know, Christ accepted people. He came to save people. So who are we to say that he hasn't had had a change of heart? And I just think that people are trying to push, mainly the church people trying to just push him away instead of trying to receive him. You know, so I, I like, just think a lot of people are just going overboard. But I, I, and I think I appreciate that opinion because this is from an avid, you know, churchgoer, you know, and I think that that opinion is kind of the opinion that most people should have just right. as far as receiving it. Um, I think we're doing a lot of compare and contrasting, which you you already said that, you know, you, you'd rather receive it. But your thing is just there's somebody else doing this as well. Right. Let's give him some credit And, and this well. And also, too, this is coming from something. My mom is not a Kanye fan. And she doesn't, you know, listen to his music like that. So, like, I'm, again, I, 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 agree with, I agree with what mom is saying. I definitely agree with that. We def- it's our job as a church. It's our job as Christians to be welcoming. Mm. Um, my my only concern is, like I said, I've already expressed it. I'm gonna express it again. My two concerns are just I want people to keep that same energy when it comes to like Kurt Franklin, like because Kurt Franklin again, he does he's he's been doing this as far as like trying to bring young people to Christ with this right. different type of music. But we're people, church people have been so busy ridiculing him that it's like. Kanye West is doing the exact same. You know what I'm saying? They're doing they're doing the exact same thing. Mama Claire, are you a um, are you a Kurt Franklin fan? Oh yeah, I'm a Kurt Franklin fan. And then one more question too: um, How do you feel about not just the, the Kanye him doing the music, but using music that that the original the original song has a totally different meaning, maybe sexual or something like that? Are you okay with that? Uh. I I've heard about that excerpt of the video, but um, I don't know. Um, I mean, it I, all depends on where where people are. Okay. Some people may may when they hear the tune, they may think of the the initial um, purpose of the song. I don't know. Um, 
I guess it depends on where the person is. That makes sense. That makes sense. I was just curious because we had a uh, a caller calling and mentioned that that uh, listening to a song like uh, "So Anxious" and it's talking about one thing in the original song, but then he changes it this way. But when you hear it, you're not thinking about the new song. You're still thinking about the old song, and he made a good uh, point on that. So I was just kind of curious on your opinion on that. Yeah, yeah. But, I didn't. I, I didn't particularly see that part of the video. I heard about it, but um, when I watched the video, they were actually singing a a gospel song. You know. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I haven't seen any of it, so I'm just this is news to me. Honestly, I, anything Kanye, I just always ignore. But we definitely, <laughs> we, de- we definitely appreciate you answering the call and and commenting on a Facebook post, and I appreciate Carter for calling you. Well, thanks for calling and giving me uh, a chance to 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 give my opinion. Anytime, Mama Clay. All right, Mama. Okay. All right. Have a beautiful day. All right. It's night time. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I think we're we're done with the random calling people. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> um, you sound like my daddy. My daddy be like, yeah, that's enough. Nah, but you know, I, and I do like, I do, I do like. We should do that more often. I do like that. Um, but it's just about, it's honestly, it's about um, the participation. We and I think we got great participation um, this yeah. time. Um, they, I love, I love talking to the viewers. I think that, like, to me, I feel like that's the way to really continue to keep the show fresh. I love, I love that. Like, honestly, I guarantee you get more shares because they're on it, so they feel more personalized to the actual episode. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's a big, that's a, that's a big key factor. You might, you might need to do that more often or schedule them at least. You know? Yeah. You do I, two hours. I mean, it, it, I'm pretty sure. And they didn't have nothing to do or have a lot of content. We should do that. Yeah. Hello. How you doing? My Doing sister's right downstairs. Sister Clay, yes. S- Sister Clay. Well, Kendra. <laughs> Sister Kendra, something like that. But yeah, so I think, like I said again, I think it's just important that we just, as as believers, as you know, we we need to be, we need to make sure we're we're our job is to be welcoming the church. The church is looked at as supposed to be looked at as a hospital for people that are that are sick that need that need help. So. How dare we push people or push people that need our that need Christ? How dare we push them away? And so again, I like I said, I have no no issue with Kanye doing what he does, and I, I just pray that it's authentic. That's the only thing. Like I said again, I don't want it to be where it's like you said, it's an issue where he's using this because he did say that whole slavery is a choice situation. And of course, he from my recollection, he was counseled, and <laughs> yeah. it's like now it's like he's uncounseled. Well, you know, ever happened? You get canceled. You gotta talk to God. You know, you know this. I mean, you know how you might not, you might not do it because of how you was brought up, but how people do it. They, when they get in a bad situation, they go, they go to the one person that's going to always listen, mm. God. And it's like he, maybe, I feel like he's just trying to use that to get back. A I hope not. Way. I hope it's authentic. Um, I I don't see too much authentic authenticism and authenticity and authenticity. I can't talk anyway. It's all good, bro. I got I think you. I'm a, I think I'm going to change my name to Mushmouth Man. No. I, yeah, somebody said that. No. Like, you know what? Somebody called right. you Mushmouth? No, nah, they, they, they they tried to. They couldn't say it. They couldn't talk either. So. Jinkies. Yeah, but it was Don't cool. you hate that when people try to jive on you, but they can't even get it right? Yeah, it was just, it was just funny because my brother said, <laughs> my, my brother has come in that before. But, um, oh, okay. Yeah. The only thing I say is, so anxious and gospel is kind of wild, though. I'm going to be honest with you. That's a, that's a wild I, I, that's I a can wild agree with that because I'm going to be, I'm not going to lie. When, I'm, when I hear so anxious, I'm not going to think about Jesus. I'm never, ever. When I, when I hear so anxious, I'm, I'm getting anxious. 
be honest with you. Jinkies. That's just the bottom line. Man, you, I just learned so much about you every podcast. Um, hey, so, man. <laughs> so, but you, I have a, I have, being, a, I have a story. Serious. I always have a story. My um, Not an ancient story, is it? No, 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 okay, no, cool. no, no. I yeah, didn't, you know, Mom Craig going to listen. Would so. never. Ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my godfather, and I didn't understand that at the time because I was younger, but my godfather, um, shout out to my godfather, Anthony. Um, he would... Tell me that he couldn't listen to Kurt Franklin, and that bothered me because I was like, "Why? Like this is gospel music is about Jesus. Like, why can't you listen to um to gospel music?" But he would tell me because again, because Kurt Franklin would take take some of the you know sample some of the songs from the seventies and eighties and stuff, and he changes it. But he said for him, it's hard for him to listen to that because he think he goes back to got you the. But he, it's the original intent of the song. Yeah. So I get it. Like I said, again, it depends on, I think my mom said this, but I think it depends on where you're at in life. It's like some, for some people, they can listen to a song. If it's about, if it's about Jesus, forget if it's been three or four or five remixes to it. If it's about Jesus, they, they're tapped into Jesus and they can do it. But for other people, they, they're not, they're not that, they're not there or they won't ever be there. And it's hard for them to forget about what they used to listen to. So I want to say this one thing though, and I'm not, I, I I'm not. I hate to defend Kanye because I'm not a big Kanye fan. Mm. But in defense of him, this is nothing different than he's always done. He is the sample king. Mm. When you think about any music he made, mm. um, everything is sampled through the wire, Gold Digger. Which, by the everything way, everything is a sample. Side note: I just found out that uh, Shaka Khan did not like his remix of "Through the Wire." Well, sorry to hear that. It was a great song, <laughs> Shaka. You gotta calm down. Okay? Shaka, I mean, calm she got, down. She got a check, but she 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 was on the interview. She did, said, "Yeah, did, I didn't, I didn't did like." Did she spend it. it? I'm sure she did. Then she liked it. Jinkies. So, um, Jinkies. But he, it's nothing different than Kanye has ever done. Mm. So I can't fault him for doing it now. That I think about it because it's the same music he's been making. He just happened to call it Sunday Service. I think I'm more upset with the name than what he's doing because mm. he's not doing anything different than he always have done. He's the sample king. He's just always sampled. All right. So I can't get mad. I at think, him like that. I said again, I just want, I just want. Everyone, and this is including me, even for people that are that are that are against it. Let's not look at Kanye. Let's focus. The focus should be on God. So I'm praying that the focus remains on God. And also, even with Kanye, I pray because, again, sometimes when stuff get and this is speaking on me, on, on, I can speak on myself. When you get real big, your head get big. and You start thinking it's all about me. Mm. So I'm hoping that I'm praying that this. As it continues, because it will grow. I'm praying that as it grows, that Kanye continues to keep his focus on Christ versus it being a, a ego thing. So, I like I said again, I, I just I'm hoping for the best for this, and I th- I want everybody just to understand, stop being so, um, so combative. Like just like it's just it's always something. I mean, but just that's just the the bad thing about social media. It's just like everybody just everybody wants to be mad. I mean, it's Kanye, man. I mean, I can't blame him half the time. He says a lot of foolish things and does a lot of things for attention, mm. which is why, like I said, only way, I, only reason why I got some kind of uh, of passiveness on this is just he's an attention whore. So it's kind of like, is he doing it f- for that for, for the reason he should be doing it, mm. or is he doing it for Kanye West? Gotcha. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Gotcha. But sample on. It's just that so anxious and and, and God yeah, is just crazy. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm I'm curious to hear how it sounds now, but I don't want to hear how it sounds. Like Yo, I think you should look so it up after so, this. I have to. Go you're look so, it up. Is, are yes. you so anxious? or Are you not that anxious? You just rejoiceful. You know, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Kanye is wild. Kanye wild. His name is Kanye wild now. Kanye wild. <laughs> I just. I can't. I can't imagine how it may sound. You stupid. 
because I know how that song sounds like front to back. I used to sing that song all the time. It's my favorite genuine song of all time. Mm. And that was a God song. It's hard to think about. No pun intended. Yo, um. that's, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you Yo, that's a um, good one. That's a good one. Um, moving on. Um, there is, of course, we are living in an age of re- reboots, remakes, reimaginings. Um, everything is just being remade. And you know, I had this conversation with Slim. Shout out to Slim. The 90s obviously was the best era ever. So it's like, of course, they want to try to get that magic back honestly, from the 90s and bring it back here. But honestly, I do feel like the 90s. And I feel like the main, one of the main reasons is because, well, see, I was born in 1990. Right, I feel like I started something like the day I was born. Like, you no, me, me, tried let me, let me it. Let me finish. I feel like the day I was born, it kind of like I, I think I brought something to this world that this wasn't here. You sure you don't like Kanye West? Before, because you kind of sound a little Kanye-ish. Put right on some instrument real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> put an instrument in real quick. Put the instrument on real quick. I'm gonna take you there. <laughs> nah, but um. <laughs> Nah, the nineties is definitely I think and I think reason reason being and I wonder I wonder what was the best not to cut you off what we were talking about, no, but you're good, you're good. I do wonder what was the best era, what was the best decade before the nineties. Cause before the nineties came it was like like what what people in eighties say? Like did eighty be like, yo, the forties was crazy, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like we were always gonna be like the nineties was crazy. The nineties is just I don't it's just ah It's like I I mean I'm hoping the sixties, cause sixties was really getting beat up. So I don't know like what what era might have been the seventies, maybe because we went, we didn't get hit as much. Maybe eighties, eighties was a crack era though. So I don't know. I, I'm gonna think probably the seventies, but no, I, the nineties though. I, I, again, we say it. Because Creativity, we, talking about creativ- we live, we live in, we I lived it. it. Nah, I think nineties is any anything you could think of. The nineties was just better in it. Oh, nineties was just amazing. It's just it's better just, in politics. It was better in entertainment. Better this is in a good decade sports. Like anything you could think of, I think nineties was just better. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Um, but what I am, but what is not amazing is y'all trying to redo these movies. That that's not amazing at all. So here, let me tell you the news headline. So basically, um, several things. Issa Rae, your girl, she, <laughs> my girl. No, nah, I love Issa Rae. Yeah, yeah, I know I love cool. Issa Rae. That's that's my homie. One she day, cool. um, but she is there. Uh, it was Set a, it off. Yeah, there was a um article basically said she's reimagining. They're reimagining. Set it off. Wake her up, please. Wake up now. We, 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 mm. So that so basically, if I've never seen set up, you know, it starts Quinlan Latifah, Vivica Fox, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Kimberly Elise. Basically, about Robin Banks, and of course, at the end, everybody died except Jada Pinkett Smith. There pick you go. Me, pick me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I raised my hand. Um, thank you, Mr. Clay. You're welcome. Um, why not just write a bank movie and tell it something else? Mm. Uh, you got you got the town. There's a there's a bank rock movie bank. Robin movie, they didn't name it. Set it off. Mm. Boston version. They called it the town. Mm. Just make another movie where you rob banks, call it something different, and you can say it's set off inspired. Cool, but now at least it's not titled around that particular classic. You know, yeah. I hate when people not hate. I don't like when people make content so heavily based on a classic already. Mm. You know, that's like um, that's like my trying to make stomp. Just let's, let's keep it on uh, stuff you're talking about, right? Why would you make stomp again? Just make something different. Don't say stomp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't do that. Like, I don't. I don't know if that's so much creativity, but I do think that I think the only pluses as a creator, maybe you can attest to this, 
you feel some pressure. Maybe, maybe you're challenging yourself on whether or not you can compete with this classic. But why would you want that? Like, I, just the pressure. Nah, nah just the pressure. I'm good on that. Uh, as a creative, no, I don't want that. As a viewer, no, I don't but want it. Let me it. ask you this: Now, if you're, if you're successful at that, then what? Do you feel like is that more? Does that mean a lot to you? Being successful at that. Which we haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if I if, if that was the lane I wanted to go, which honestly I don't. Um, and if I was successful at it, then of course, then I would, that, I would obviously keep doing it because I you, mean, you're making money off but of it. Let me ask you this: Do you think that Issa Rae is the right person to be in this? Like, with this thing she's been successful at so far. I think. Or you she, think it's too soon? She, mm, I don't think it's too soon. She's on the, she's on the pulse of the culture. Um, so. That's a nice. I, that's a nice line. You know what I'm saying? I, She's I, on the pulse of the culture. She is. She absolutely heard. Where'd you get that from? No, where'd you get that from? What's me? No, where'd you get that saying from? Where'd you get that from? You just made it up just now? I didn't make it up, but I, I'm sure I heard it somewhere. Oh, okay, before. okay. I was like, that's 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 deep. I mean, the pulse of the culture. Mm. Anyway, um, now, I like that though. <laughs> Lena, like Lena Waithe, she's another person who's on who's on that post too. Like I feel yeah, like yeah, you know what I'm right, saying. Like those right. those people, I feel like they can do it. But the thing is, do we want it? And, I, and honestly, from the from the, <laughs> from, the, from, the <laughs> from the comments that I've seen, no, we don't really want that. Like I feel like you should leave the classics alone. Um, I like I love Issa, but no, I want you to be working on Insecure season four. What if they? That's say, what I want. What if they say set it off and they gonna let Brandy do the um, soundtrack? No, because you want to see on what what was that song on one of them set it off joint? Probably so. I don't know. Oh, and I'm missing you. No, we don't want it. We don't want it. I'm sorry. Shaka Khan can come back. They all could just do their thing. You know what I'm saying? No. Maybe have Kanye do a little come. No. No. Sunday. It's a no. Set it off service. No. I'm, not, I'm trying version. to figure out who's gonna be in it. They're saying Issa Rae might star in it. Oh, it's pretty easy. You think about the times for now. Issa Rae, probably Kiki Palmer, you know, the, the usual suspects. We don't want that. <laughs> I, know, I definitely want to see no Kiki no, Palmer. No, no. Please let this know. spelling words. No. Okay, so here's another Here's another remake that they're thinking about. We're not thinking about that. It's on the table. LeBron James Production Company, and they tapped the director from, um, what's that song everybody like? Old Town Road, whatever. Get My Horse. Lil Nas X. Um, which, by the way, I don't like that song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the going to be director of the film, but they're going to remake House Party. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Um, House Party, as much of a classic as the first two are, they are not classics. That's number one. So oh yeah, that, they, yeah. They, they, that franchise probably didn't kill, it killed Honestly, itself. Honestly, I only give it the first one. The second is being nice. Be yeah, yeah, you the are. Being, you're being very generous. And be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm gonna say the second one because the first is, but honestly, I'm a big class act fan. I like class act better than mm. like both movies, but I think the hit or there. Um, I won't be upset because you can't. I've seen the house party. I've seen the last like two they try to make, and those was terrible. So I don't think I don't think LeBron's company has um, a big heavy plate to deal with. Mm-hmm. You can't. Is it because it's gonna be worse than the things that's already done which is that's bad uh-huh. but if, if if it can get worse one had what the dude from everybody hates chris you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah. that was the the, the fourth or yeah, fifth one why? Wow. why why was that even a thing just make know. a song just make a movie called kickback and let him do that why make that like house party that's just i think i mean we'll see what lebron, lebron can do i don't know if it's he has a big hand in it or not but are you saying it's because it's LeBron? I know you're a LeBron fan. Yeah, I'm being, I'm, I'm kind of biased, but at the same time, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying that at the same time, only be, I'm being biased. I'm being honest. I'm about to say you, you but I am yeah. saying that 
because I seen the other house parties, they was terrible. They were. They were terrible. But I, I'm going to keep the same energy. I feel like, again, house parties are classic. We don't need another. We don't need a reboot. Well, if he, if he, if he, or if remake. He, if he remaking house party one, then that's different. It's house party one. Oh, so then yeah, it's not a. Good. It's not you know like okay. So the rest of the world continuations like you got house party one, two, three. Kid and play were going four. They start immature and five was the one you're talking about with the dude framed yeah. by his Chris. Four and four wasn't that bad. It just was bad. It wasn't that. It, it wasn't in wax. When I was younger, I would watch it still. I'm right, not gonna lie. Right. And making goods and I always like making goods. She had nice lips. So. Mm. So it's um, just, but. <laughs> I, I, I believe it was, bro. I hate you. Uh, but yeah, it's actually they're remaking the first one. Okay, uh, I just I, I, not for nothing. I just watched Baby Kids the other day, and I wondered for some reason. I know it's off topic, but I was like, I wonder if Robert Harris got kids. Robert Harris, the comedian, mm-hmm. the the father, and I wonder if comedians look out for them. And I, I don't know why I thought that, but I was like, I think about Dave Chappelle, all these comedians getting these big, big special deals now, mm-hmm. and how big Robert Harris was to the culture. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if they did that. I, I wonder, do you, do you do you take those characters and just replicate them, or do you try to make your own? Let's say if you do it, let's just say you do it, right? Mm. Do you have another weird haired kid? How probably was so original that you can't really. That's what I'm saying. That. Like I said, it's just you can't. Really, it's, you, they're not kidding. Play with what are they? That, cat who, dog, what what you know? duo are you gonna get? Because what honestly, what made the magic of the movie was the kid and play. It was there was the duo. Ray Schremer. So. They're not together I'm anymore, just, I don't think. It don't matter. No. I was just playing though, but yeah. Ray yeah, Schumer. that was a funny joke. No, no Ray Schumer. No. Hell and, no. They, and they actually throw house parties. It could be the it could be Project X house party version. You watched that movie before? No. Oh, it was real funny. I'm gonna say hell no. Okay. They probably end up getting like DC on fly. <laughs> Am I saying his name right? It was DC Fly Young. Yeah, but DC on Fly like the Southern home Chris Tucker. I don't know why. I just feel like he's like the off-brand version of Chris Tucker. You and less funny. Tried it. You think he's funnier than Chris Tucker? He's not funnier than Chris Tucker. Yeah, I think he's like a. But I wouldn't say. But, off-brand. I, can, I, but I definitely can tell he wants to be Smokey. In a, in a Friday. Mm. He said it too many times. I'm like, bro, calm down. If they want you by now, they, they'll call you. <laughs> you know. I hate you. Um, let's see what other reboot. Oh, they uh, they're remaking. Well, they're rebooting. There's different remake is actually going back to the original and trying to redo it. But re, they're rebooting. Did you watch Say by the Bell? No, I was I was too young. Okay, well they're rebooting Say by the Bell. They're gonna. They, I thought the black girl looked pretty though. She doesn't like that anymore. I know she's very light now for some reason. Um, but they um, too. they're rebooting that show and basically they're gonna make it to where Zach, who's the main person, he's the governor of the city of the state of California, and He's putting all the schools that failed, you know, schools that failed, they close them down, and they, they move all the students to like high performing schools. And Bayside is one of the high performing schools, so it's like how the students trash. Like, with each other. Sorry, so that's what the show trash. about. Next, no, no, I'm sorry, don't care. <laughs> 86 no, I'm good. <laughs> Throw it away. What other remakes are they? Oh, okay, me and still was talking about this too. I didn't see the Lorenz Tate interview on Breakfast Club yet, it's amazing. But they're talking about uh, he was talking about possibly doing a sequel to uh, Love Jones. That 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 a movie like that can have a sequel. You think so? Because so life, many years later, because life happens. That's mm. that's fine. I'm I'm actually okay with that. Mm. And it could be him because he still looks nice and young. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so does Nia Long. Yeah, still said the same thing. I, uh, She's beautiful. I'm gonna keep the same energy that I kept with him. Nah, come on now. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I am. Sorry. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying no to you. I'm just saying no because it's just funny to say when you're listening. But no, um, no. So, okay. Well, let me, no. let me ask you. Let me interview you real quick. What would be wrong with no. Love Jones Part 
what would be wrong with that? Like you don't think people don't deserve? Wanna. You don't think people? Because some 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 so many people like based a lot of things off that movie for real. It's mm-hmm. a big move for some people. Mm-hmm. Almost like loving basketball for some people, right? Not not, not not that it's good. I'm just saying. I got you. I understand. It's that love story. I understand. Um, and people equate that love Jones story to like. How they really? Then you had the whole long hill, sweetest thing I've ever known. Like all them, it's the nineties though. You know, mm-hmm. 90s yeah, of just, course it's nineties. But um, I think that's what it is though. I think of what it is. I think it's because we so we grew up in the nineties. I think we are very protective of nineties content. Yeah, because everything you just said just now was all nineties content. If yeah. I said they was remaking, I'm trying to think of eighty movies. I can't think of no black eighty movies right now. <laughs> <laughs> but mm. no, no. But here's the thing. See, but here's the thing. I have an issue. I'm starting to have an issue. Well, I was cool with it at first with Coming to America. They're 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 the sequel. They're doing a sequel to that. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's been it's been so many I years no now. I, I said no to that, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I just been so many years since then. It's just like I don't. But like I said, life happens. That's true. But again, I just I well, Best Man Two did good, even though it was years later. Yeah, but that's but that's, that's saying, a little different. That's based on the story, and because all those actors are still kind of like promish. Not prom, prom, but you know. So look. that's why you think Love Jones 2 would do good? Because of that? I, I, yeah, I think it would do good. And I think the cast was good enough to, if you, if you really wanted to bring the whole cast back, you probably could. Mm. Because they all they all kind of mm. like, you know, the same profile, profile. But I will say with the Love Jones, it's just based on this, right? We see these movies sometimes and you see movies that they set it off. You just say how everybody dies except the one, right? <laughs> For real. And I'm, I'm thinking that, that maybe in the second set off, do you still keep that one? Does that one have a daughter? You know how that, you know how movies work. Do I want to see that? No. But am I interested in seeing how that love story really turned out later on? I wouldn't mind seeing what picked up from that because someone and I, as long as, long as it's going to be authentic, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I mean, a real authentic story, not something like. Like I'm going to have problems now. I have real. Like, I want I that. Think, I think for me, I think it's. It's more of an issue of just the overall thing of it's just every day there's an announcement of a remake, a reimagining, a reboot. It's like a different. It's like is there any? I think my frustration comes because again, again we work in the indie realm, and I think because we know so many people that are creating content, good content. Um, it's like I feel like Hollywood is lazy. I was having this conversation with somebody on Twitter because they was getting frustrated. I said, "Yo, just continue to do your thing. You you know, do keep writing and build your own platform." Um, but it's like it's, it does get frustrating when you see like this recycle of ideas when you have this fresh pool of writers and directors and producers and actors and people who are hungry to be get involved in this business and create new fresh content. It's like you're just going back and recreating stuff and stuff. Honestly, a lot of times these reboots and stuff are not. It's not good. You look at it, and you're just like y'all should have stayed in the crate. So I just. I just I, gotta, I, I don't want it to be ruined. You know what I'm saying? Let me bring a point up, right? So remember how you talk? Remember how you was talking business earlier? And I think that 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 that's the that's the downside to the business mm. that part because you knew just you know just saying that alone. Okay, Love Jones Part Two. You get an audience that's coming already. You get a, you get you get that's a pre audience already. That's true. I want to see that. If we call people right now and ask them that, you probably get seventy five percent saying, "Oh yeah, I would love to see them do the all." Maybe saying no, but. They so attached to the first one, you're gonna watch the second one anyway. Cause you that you that attached to the first one, you know? Business sense, you're gonna do it with a budget so that you make a big amount of money of it anyway. That's and that's a smart way to go. Business wise, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, as, yeah. But as people of the of the creative side, we like, uh, uh uh-uh. uh. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't want to do it. And that, I think that's just a gift and curse of, of business and, and, and things like I can, that. I so, can agree with that. I can heck agree yeah. With I, that. Think, I think business, mind, you, you really think like, oh, I got an idea. Come to America too. Everybody getting these Netflix deals. Let's let Eddie get three Netflix. He didn't sound. Didn't, didn't uh, Eddie Murphy sound some oh, Netflix? Oh yeah, he sounded a big one. When, when, when you think they made the idea for the Come America too? Before that, no, it's, it's a rollout. Mm. This is all business there. So uh, that makes sense. Coming to America too could be a red, a red, a red box movie for all I know. But you know we have to wait and see. Business is gonna make you want to go see it regardless. And since Eddie Murphy, they're not gonna put it on red box first. They're gonna put it straight in the theaters. Mm-hmm. It probably, and they probably gonna, what they're probably going to do is look at how Kevin Hart did his last few things, revamp some things probably, and do it that way. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. But that business. Yeah. So anytime it's business, you know, it's always going to be some kind of, anytime it's business, it's always going to take away from, um, it's always going to be some authenticity taken away from things mm-hmm. once something does well the first time. Yeah. A.K.A. When Papa, when Papa bring that chicken sandwich back, it ain't going to be the same sandwich. Mm. Business Way to bring it home You know what I'm saying Just, That's amazing know, I, I try you know I try <laughs> Alright Well y'all gonna take Well like a five second break um, But we're gonna We have uh, Alright we back with five nights no, You too big <laughs> We got uh, Miss AJ Sanders Coming up the next beautiful AJ Sanders Yes we the have lovely her Lovely sounding AJ Sanders <laughs> we have out her. of bed AJ Sanders Can I finish Go ahead <laughs> we, we, we have her coming up next uh, So you guys are listening To Fire Nights And we'll be right back Hi everybody, this is AJ Sanders and you are listening to Fire and Ice. All right, welcome back to Fire and Ice and I am just so excited um, to have this lovely young woman on our podcast as our guest. Yeah. Um you guys may remember her as the lady that sung when the Saints go marching in on a different world, Miss Gina, but we have Miss AJ Sanders here on Fire and Ice. Hello Miss AJ. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Just woke up, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound you sound amazing. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that. Coffee right now. I'm so sorry I overslept, and it's nine o'clock here, so I'm usually up like by six or seven. So for whatever reason, I'm glad I glad to be here. But I'm I can't believe I overslept. But I'm glad to, I'm glad that you guys caught me. No problem. We appreciate you so much. Um. You know, I, I've had the opportunity to interview AJ before. I had a thing called Carlton Says Real Talk, and I've interviewed her, and it was a really great conversation. And then me and her, was I had posted a, a video. Of, she guest out on Moesha, and I posted a, a screenshot of her with the two actresses that was there. And I said, you know what? This could have been an interesting spinoff about African-American women single trying to, you know, work and, right, right. and, and date and different things like that. This would have been a great spinoff. Who, she was, who are you talking about? Um, what's up? You was on, on Moesha. When you were, oh, when, when I was on Moesha? When, the episode when you were on Moesha, when you guest starred. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had posted that screenshot, she, and AJ responded, and then I was like, hey, we got to get AJ on the podcast, so that would be great gotcha, to get her on gotcha. Fire Nights. That's how all this Oh, got thank started. you. Yeah, I had fun on Moesha. I mean, it was it was really a, um, a fun experience. I was actually quite intimidated um, because I was such a big fan of Brandy's and um, – Shirley Ralph mm-hmm. and um so I never you know I was like oh I don't want to mess nothing up you know because these divas on here but they were a lot they were very gracious and very nice and who was really um amazing was um Char Jackson she was the first one that spoke to me when I came on set and she was just so such a lovely spirit 
And I was hoping that they had gotten a spinoff or something like that, too. Because, But I think they did. They got the Parkers, right? Yeah, the Parkers have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's good that they did do a few um, few, few spots on there. But, yeah, it was fun. I was, I was, I really enjoyed it. That's what's up. Now, let's go ahead and get, let's kind of dive into some people who may not know. How did you get started in the entertainment industry? Oh, uh, well, um, I was uh, about 18, 19, and I'd always wanted to be in show business when I was growing up in Texas. So um, I, uh, when I came out to live with my dad, I also wanted to be a UCLA Bruin. So he lived right up the street from uh, in Westwood and from UCLA, and I really wanted to go to um, that university and blah, blah, blah. Um, didn't work out. Ended up going to Santa Monica College, and I moved to South Central L.A. Um, when my father and I decided, well, he decided that I should move out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my friend Corinne and I um, used to go to this comedy comedy club, Comedy Act Theater. So she used to take me every single week because we would, you know, we would just hang out because we were just two, you know, broke girls in college, and and they would let us in free. And so one night. Um, the owner asked me to uh, introduce the MC, and I didn't think anything of it. And I said, sure, and, but I wasn't funny. And uh, he kept asking me to do it. I kept doing it. Robin Harris became my mentor and said, listen, you need some material. He showed me how to write, and I um, have a career from that point on. So in that uh, process, um, a lot of agents used to come down to the Comedy Act. And I got I pretty much got discovered down there. Okay. And uh, NBC came down, and I got my first agent. That's how I got. That's how I started doing um, national commercials. And um, a couple of years later, um, maybe a year or so later, Def Jam um, auditioned us. I got that. And then at the same time, I got that. Um, a different world had asked me to audition. And so that's just kind of how it all kind of fell together. And then from that point on, it just didn't stop. That's what's up. Hey, you I, know, and I just kept kept getting work, and I kept showing up. <laughs> well, so yeah, then I started doing world tours with you know people like Chris Rock and Mark Curry and Jamie Foxx and Martin Lawrence. I mean, everybody was asking me to you know open up for them and feature for them and host shows for them, and so I did, and, and it was great. And um, yeah, well, can that's kind of how it all fell together. I mean, it just it was never really planned that mm-hmm. way, but you know, God always has. He's always the ultimate authority, so okay. I can follow along and say, "Okay, that's right." Well, I wanted to ask you. Um, first, I want to say uh, I know you just, you just woke up, but your voice is amazing, so don't worry about that. You sound oh very my well. God. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome. Secondly, um, I, me and Colin just had a, 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 a conversation last podcast we just did, and we was talking about how people get put on today versus how they got put on back in the day. And hearing your story mm-hmm. right now, like I, I feel like you had to go through a process. Of you know being around uh, uh, you know different people and getting a manager, getting an agent, and all that all that type of stuff. Do mm-hmm. you think? Like, do you, what, what do you think about today's people getting put on? Because nowadays, if you go viral, you get put on. That's it. Like if a, if you mm-hmm. gone, that's enough tension. You can get put on. How do you think yeah. that differs from like how you got put on versus how somebody may get put on today? Um, I think it lends itself to a short term career. Yeah, I said and, the same thing. Um, I think it's. Um, to, um, I don't want to disrespect anybody. Please forgive me if he, if it sounds that way. But I think what happens is, um, you know, it, it has become a very lazy um, 
environment when it comes to, you know, agents and, and, and them really working for you. Mm. Um, I think that, um, you know, people that get put on through, you know, the YouTube, social media, um, those, those types of avenues, I think they, I think it really shortchanges the artist. I really do because you don't have any, you know, I, I, you know, just from my, from what I've seen, it seems like they don't go through the process of training and grooming right, and, right, right. and struggling and, and paying your dues. I mean, because I was broke for a long time. I mean, <laughs> and I, I'm and talking, I think that's why I still do not like quesadillas today. I was eating <laughs> cheese and tortillas like every night for like years. And then there was a time where I was I was homeless. Then I got a little apartment, but I still couldn't afford that. And I was still kind of just scraping my coins together, you know, and just trying to, you know, create some type of little stack of something. And it really taught me how it taught me a lot about sacrifice and struggle and the beauty in that struggle and still learning how to maintain myself with grace and dignity. I mean, there's a whole lot that goes into trying to strive for 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 success i mean i think that and i think it goes across the board in any um work environment i think it's very uh i think it's it's really advantageous for the person to have a little bit of struggle so they can really appreciate when once they do get to that certain level right, I'm not gonna tell right. you i handled success with grace i did not you know i was cocky i was arrogant i was excited i was happy i was like yeah i finally did it and i spent <laughs> a whole lot of money for no reason buying stuff i didn't need trying to impress folk i didn't know i get that part because that's what you do when you're young and you get money but you, st- you do stop at a certain time and you do look at the big picture and go, okay, let me get back to, to basics. And that's the same thing that the Bible talks about. Like, if you raise a child, you know, the way that he should, then he will always return. So I returned back to my, you know, my value system eventually. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think I would have ever gotten that opportunity to do that or had that knowledge or wisdom if I had just got thrown into success and put on immediately and but I, but people, if you look if you look back, there are some people that may think that I got on too fast too, because I was only doing stand up comedy for three years. Dang, I didn't know that. And, yeah, but that's that. Yeah, I, but that's still like it started like in nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine, and then by nineteen ninety one, I was on Def Jam. Wow, I but here's know the that. difference: I was going to the comedy clubs every night, and I was I was privileged enough to to see people every night, like Sinbad, Tommy Davidson. Damon Wayans, uh, Robin Harris, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, all of them just came down, hung out. Cedric the Entertainer came to town. He got up. I got a, I got a chance to study him. Bernie Mac, I studied him. You know, J. Anthony Brown had a club around the corner. You know what I mean? George Wallace came through. So it was always mm. a lot of greatness. I was surrounded by all these great. Myra J. was like the first female I'd ever seen to do stand-up live, and she slaughtered the room. So... I got a chance to see what that looked like, and, and really, I, I was like really on the fast track of learning how to do this thing, you know. So that's the difference between me and the, I say me and these other cats that are just, you know, doing three minute videos on YouTube, and they're blowing up. It's like, okay, but can you go on the road mm. for six weeks and do thirty minutes? Right. I mean, I'm talking like thirty solid minutes without laughter, without any BS in between, you know. And um, that's the stuff that they taught me. They was like, if you go on the road, you better have a strong 45. That's without laughter. Make sure your material is solid. 
you know, that and that forty five will turn into, you know, an hour and fifteen minutes or whatever if you really do your dope. thing. That's dope. So they taught me the ropes, you know, but um but I think that it's really wise and I think it's really something there's really something special about the struggle and, and really just grinding it out, finding out who you are, finding your voice. It's beauty in the struggle. Your point of, you know, all that stuff comes along with it, man. Right. And a lot, and so I see a lot of these people, these cats. I heard about this one girl who I don't even know her name, but she was on the she was on this show with Nene Leakes, and they was at the Verizon Amphitheater or something, some big, big, big show, and she opened up, and they paid this girl thirty five thousand dollars, and she no one has ever heard of her, but she was large on YouTube. Wow, power social and media. And they said the people that reported back to me, my 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 contemporaries, they said. Um, it was. They said it was painful to watch because the girl barely had ten minutes worth of. It. She couldn't even like crank out ten minutes worth of material. Wow, wow. she got to that bag. And I said, that's the that's difference. That bag I know. Yeah. I, about. So I'm like, well, I hope she saved her money. Right. <laughs> she got 35 coins. Exactly. Is that? I, I think it's like I said with the struggle. I think people once you once you get to where you're trying to go, you appreciate it more because you remember yeah. the things you had to do to get there. Versus it being like an insta insta thing, you know what I'm saying? So there's something that's built inside of you too, though that that happens, you know, that you don't even realize when you're struggling like that and you're really striving Humbleness. and you're super you focused on, you know, where you're trying to go. Um, you know, the struggle is what it is, but it doesn't define you and it doesn't bother you. So so it's strengthening that muscle, that muscle of character and right. and um, and. Uh, Oh man, I just woke up. I can't even think of no words right now. But it's really strengthening that part of you that's getting stronger. That's not bothered by adversity. You know right. what I mean? So exactly. Um. So I think that once, you know, these people that blow up too soon, you know, the first sign of adversity, they get shook. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they don't know what to do with it because they they don't have no training. And right. so if you're around them too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's the same thing. Walk into a corporation, you ain't gonna instantly be the CEO. You gotta start at the mailroom. They ain't gonna just take you upstairs <laughs> yet. You gotta, you gotta start down there first and get some fact. training. You know exactly. So same thing, same concept. Gotta work your way up. Gotta work your way up. Um, you know, real quick though, of course, me, I like when I do the interviews. Of course, I like taking strolls down memory lane. Um, what was it like working with the 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 greatness that she is, Debbie Allen, because you had opportunity to work on different world. How what was it like working with her? Um, Debbie was just I watched her, I paid attention to her and her process when I when I could. You know, there were times where I didn't see all of the the behind the scenes um, activity of her directing because she was in a separate. Uh, booth and she would watch us through a monitor and that's how she would direct us when the show was being taped but during the rehearsal process um she was always well, the thing that i loved the most about her was two things she was always so prepared mm-hmm. like it was and i i didn't realize that that i didn't realize that until i worked on other shows and when I working with her, she was always organized. She was always prepared. She always knew exactly what, how she wanted the show to go. And that, that made the show go really smoothly as opposed to, you know, you kind of working it out as you go along. Right. That makes, that makes for a very long day. Debbie right. wasn't about that. She was like, I got a husband. I got kids. I ain't got time to be staying with y'all all day. So this is how we're going to do this. <laughs> and it was great. 
you know what I'm saying? So that was wonderful because then, and then in the process, if that made us, you know, our creative juices get flowing. And so, you know, if we if we thought of something that was funnier than the line that was written for us, she allowed us to do that. So she she really um, was very flexible with us as as artists, I guess, because she herself is an actress, um, and so she was very lenient and flexible that way. Mm-hmm. But she. Also, at the same time, she was a very, very strong, organized um, businesswoman who had all of her ducks in a row all the time. The next thing I love about Debbie Allen was there was a time when we got a little bit too uh, preachy. That was the networks. Uh, they, they got really uh, impatient with us because we started talking about black empowerment and you know, we started, we had a lot of great messages. And so the networks were very, very, they were ready to, they were ready to uh, cancel us like way before I became a regular, I think. Okay. Debbie fought every tooth and nail. She was the one that kept us on. She was the one that fought for us, all of the actors. They wanted to fire half of the cast at one point. Oh, wow. You know, and Debbie was really, she was like our mom. She was the one that kept us all together. She kept the family together, and she she had a goal, and she was able to reach that goal. And, to, and that's the reason why we're still in syndication and that we are streaming on these amazing um, streaming services. It's because of Debbie Allen. Absolutely. Now we- Alone. It is because of her alone. I will say that confidently. It ain't about, she ain't had no help. She had to go in there, and she had to talk the talk and she had to really walk gingerly around those landmines of uh, of failure they was ready to, i mean there were times where they were really ready to cut this show off wow wow well we're glad that didn't yeah. happen we're definitely glad that it happened again you got different... you and me both brother i'm still getting checks i heard that <laughs> get your money get your money right. Good Lord. Um, thank you jesus I'm every day grateful. <laughs> right. I think, I think like I said, Different World is one of those shows. We always talk about here on the podcast, like legendary stuff and everything. Different World is definitely one of those shows that, that is cemented forever. And generations after generations are going to continue to watch the show and continue to get something new from it. Um, so I, I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Now, we're in, we're in the age of reboots now, though. So everything's coming back. Do you? Nah. If, if, yes. She said nah. She said nah. I didn't get the question out. She's like nah, nah. No, um. you know, let me tell you why. Okay. Because <laughs> a different world was lightning in a bottle. Gotcha. Now, what would be cute is if you had the same, if you if you called it something else with the same characters, with the same concept, but give it a 90s theme. Now, that would be different. Let me tell you why. Because... When you try to reinvent the wheel, mm-hmm. people already are familiar with that wheel, so they have different expectations. That's, that's true. Point. That's a good point. That's true. You know, that's why Murphy Brown didn't work. That's why Roseanne didn't work. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, so, and it was lightning in a, I mean, it was such a magical time that the the kids today don't even have the same attention span anymore. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't, if, ain't, if it's not on YouTube, and if it's, if it's longer than five minutes, you're going to lose them. That's true. Well, I want to ask. I know y'all got kids, I, huh? I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't mean no. to step on y'all. No, no, no. <laughs> y'all got uh-uh. quiet. <laughs> no, we, no. We actually we, we trying to take turns asking you questions because we don't want to overlap each other. But I was going to ask, and I don't want to get too far into the the current. But like, what what are, what are you doing today? Like, I know you you do with the comedy. Like, that's something that never stops, really. Like, what are you doing today? Like, do you still write stand up? Do you still do you still have that same well, hunger? So you, have you? So you've seen me you you see me post pics of different spots that I've been doing, right? Comedy spots? Yes. Okay, so um I 
have been okay. So, did you know that I was in a car accident? No, I no, didn't know, know that. that. Mm. Okay, so I was in a car crash in 2011, and it made me lose my, lose my uh, my short term memory. Oh wow! I know that. And Damn. so, from 2011 to, to to 2015, I wasn't able to uh, work because of my memory loss. And um, I did a lot of uh, brain brain exercises so I could get my memory back. And so that it came back, even though my the cadence in my speech is different. Regardless, God really blessed me and healed me, right? Amen, so, yes. Um, Most definitely. So from 2016 until current, I, I have been working since I was able to build up my minutes again. Because for a while I wasn't able to, you know, I couldn't last five minutes on stage. Now I'm back up to an hour. So... Um, I've been doing stand-up, and I've been also doing um, writing television shows for people, for other people, not for me, because I don't really, I don't really need to be a star. I just, I, I have great ideas, and I thought, oh, this would be great for DL or Mike Epps or whatever, you know. So I sent right, it up right, to right. them and see if they like it or whatever. I have another one that I wrote for Sinbad, but um, I also got married in 2014. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, no, no. Hold up. Hold oh. up. I'm divorced now. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. So since the divorce, I've really been going full. I mean, for whatever reason, God has really been blessing me with, like, all these jobs and opportunities. So starting in November, I'll be um, performing on Carnival Cruise Lines. Okay. So I'll be working from Carnival, from November to uh, April on Carnival Cruises. So if you go on a cruise, you'll see me perform. Every awesome. night. That sounds. That, that sounds like I need to book a cruise. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I want to. I do want to ask this. Um, first of all, I want to say. Um, like I said, your voice is amazing. I'm gonna keep saying that because it just sounds. It sounds so soothing. That's number one. Number two. Um, what what advice would you give to any like comedians coming up, especially especially women coming up now in this era? Women, just in general. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, and so in terms of what relationships or no, just like in comedy, uh, being an actress and oh. different things like that. Yeah. Um, just do the work, you know, <laughs> uh, find out why you want to do it. You know, know the re- know your why, you know, and your why will always keep you focused on, um, on, on your goal when things aren't going your way. And be really patient and just do the work. And so the thing that I would tell, I'm mentoring a young a young man right now, and he lives in Chicago. And um, I always tell people who want to act, start doing theater. Mm. Theater is the backbone of every artist. If Absolutely. you do theater, you can you can do television, you can do film, you can you know because you have that is the foundation of everything artistry. So. And stand-up comedy, I mean, um, I would have to I would have to see that person first because I always sort of uh, garner my advice towards a specific person based on their specific style. Mm. Um, but uh, in general, you know, write your material and study the great ones. Study the great ones, and that's and and respect the found to respect the structure of it, respect the science of it. You know, don't just because you're funny at work don't mean you're gonna be funny on stage. That's Ooh, right. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. You know, or with your friends and you the class clown or whatever. That's a whole different animal when you step behind the microphone. That's deep. And that's um, deep. have something to say. 
That's deep. That's deep. I like that. You know, have something to say. You know, just, can I cuss on here? Yeah. What to say? Can I cuss? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Just talking shit is not comedy. Okay? <laughs> so <laughs> that's the first thing I let folks know. Talking shit ain't cool. It ain't cute. My it guts. ain't. That's not going to get you nowhere on stage. Right. So have, you know, learn how to write material. And, you know, when you see people that are great, you know, now that we do have social media, the good thing is you can follow people like Eddie Murphy and Jerry Seinfeld and those people who have great writing minds and Mario Joyner and those guys. And you can say, hey, a little advice. You know, you can DM them and be like, hey, so, like, how do I do this, that, and the third? And they'll they'll share it with you. They don't care. They don't mind. But respect the craft, man. Don't act like, you know, you all that. And don't let your ego get in front of you. Because if you do, that, that's going to ruin you quickly. That's that's some great advice. Um, and that that's a great way to end this portion of the, the podcast. I think that's great. That's some great nuggets, some great jewels you'll be given you have given. Speaking of um speaking of social media, how can people reach out to you? On Instagram, I am A to the J. Or you can just look my name up and you know you'll see me. A J A I Sanders or and the same thing on Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, AJ, for taking the time out to talk with us here on Fire Nights. We really appreciate it. I hope you guys out there Amazing in podcast line, <laughs> I hope you guys in podcast land really got something from that because that was some great nuggets, and you guys definitely need to replay this interview over and over and over and over again. AJ, have back on. the next time I'm in L.A., I need to get with you because I need you to be on my magazine, VPN Mag. I need you to, always say that. I'm, I'm for real, though. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm gonna find me a photographer. Okay, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I'm gonna give me. I'm gonna get a photographer, and we're gonna. I'm gonna come out there, and I need to go ahead and make you the the cover of my magazine because we got to make that happen. I would love that, but you got to catch me if I'm not on the cruise now. That's right. I, I I will I will definitely check in before, so we'll definitely make <laughs> okay. we'll definitely make that happen. But you know how to reach me and everything, so you'll know what. No matter where I am in the world, I'll you know you'll find me. Awesome! Thank you so much, AJ. All right, you guys. Thank you, guys. We are are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Fire Nights. Hi, everybody. This is AJ Sanders, and you are listening to Fire and Ice. All right, that was the beautiful. One and only AJ Sanders. That was a great interview. I wish we had more time. Let me give you. Let's be transparent real quick. I had a job interview that day, so I was like slick late to the yeah. job interview. You almost. Was, you look sharp though. You look Appreciate sharp. it, bro. Yeah, you look sharp. And let me tell you, I made it on time. When you told me to go the other way, it worked, didn't it? Made it on time. I, did you know about that way? I knew it when I did it. When I started doing it, I was like, yeah. "Oh, this way you're talking about." It's way easy. It's like, why well, go all the way around? Yeah. Never understood that. And, and then when you were on that side of town. Yeah. But um. That's how I would go when I used to leave, live in North Augusta, and mm. I'd go to Lowe's. I'd go from there. Gotcha. One straight shot. Yeah, it was it was a good, a good, a good. I made that a man looked at me. Cause I already told him I was gonna be late. He looked at me and said, "Oh, you got here on time." I was like, "Hey, grace of God." Yeah, man. You know hey, what I'm saying? Pick me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that was a great interview. Thank you again, AJ, for doing that for us. We really appreciate dope. it. I do think we we we're, we're going to bring her back. So Absolutely. She's coming back on. Absolutely. Even if it's in person, we're on the phone again. But I want to give her. I actually want to interview her longer so we can get more in depth with just comedy and stuff. I don't. I think we got we, we touch bases on a lot of stuff, mm. and mainly for the reboot and just the different world kind of questions. But yeah. I do want to get into our comedy and things of that nature. I did learn like learning about the car accident, not something I knew about. I didn't know that either. But I thought that was a dope for her to tell us that for one, because it was just funny when she was like, "Yeah, I got married." Then we were like, "Congratulations!" She was like, "Wait, wait, 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 
I'm divorced. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't, and I didn't know that either. So, he, but it was just, well, I was, I didn't know that, but I was like, okay, now you know, we get somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, what I will say is that I think she's very candid, especially for it to be a phone interview. Yeah. I'm always when we do phone interviews, it can go. It, it's either gonna be bad or it's good. There's never no in between for that, right? Because you're either gonna be off key when you're talking to each other. Or you're gonna be on key, mm-hmm. and we was on key the whole time. Like even with even with you trying to get ready, you know, like I feel I still feel like we gave her full of our full attention, right? Because she was just that candid and just that open. And honestly, we had problems getting. If you ever, if, if you listen to it, really, we had problems getting the questions in because she answered every question thoroughly, right? Which is very very I love rare. It. I love that. Very though. rare. I love it. But I love what I do love about interviews like that and interviewing people of her stature is because they take every interview. Seriously, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, right? And not to say that she can she can't get an interview here or here because she still do stand up. She's still on Showtime. I seen I, I went I went and looked at her stuff up. She still's very in very high demand. I looked at her old stand up from Dev, Dev Comedy Jam, which is how I got the little snippet of her doing that stuff in the video. Mm. Funny, always been funny. You know what I'm saying? Just funny, funny person. And um, I'm just I'm I'm curious. I'm not curious, but I'm excited to um see what else we can do just working with her wise and stuff like that. I want to see AJ back on television, like in scripted, because she is just to me, she is one of the most like she's on it. Like when she when she becomes that character, she has that very good uh, comedic timing. Like I said, watching yeah. on Different World, she's been on Martin, she's been on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Do you think TV today is ready for her? What I mean by that, not saying she not because not saying she's like. Um, gonna say something crazy or do something crazy, but with the way shows are going now, they're here today, not here tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. once again, '90s. We don't have no different worlds. Mm. Um, living single. You know what I'm saying? We don't have them stamp stamp shows like this is the show for the decade. Mm-hmm. We don't have those like that like we used to. Do you think that it would be beneficial to her to try to? Get back mm, into that. That's a great question. I mean, I that's, think that's that a good question for her. That's what I said. That's a good question for her. But to me personally, as a fan, I would love to see her back on television and in a scripted situation. I would love to see her on on a, on a certified Netflix series that we know. You know, what I'm saying like one of them funny ones, them good Netflix series. Because today, to me, TV is fickle. You know, what I'm mm. saying like because you only by the time it's like, it's like this how TV works sometimes now. It's like you have to kind of be on Netflix or internet to even get what was that show you watched? The, All the football play? Yeah. I never knew about that until I watched right. it on Netflix. Oh. I thought it was the irony of that. I thought it was a Netflix show, which is why I watched it. Mm. So that tell you where we at today in society. I don't watch TV. Mm. I got a smart TV. I just watch YouTube. You see, you've been I watch YouTube yeah. all day. That's yeah, it. yeah. I watch nothing but YouTube and Netflix and Hulu. Top three. Interesting. And then doesn't watch, you know. Yeah. So, um, but I, 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 I'm excited. Hopefully, she can. I'm, I'm curious. Hopefully, she has success on the cruise. Um, new yeah, deal she got. Um, I need to find it. So I, I can, definitely do too. So we can hit that. I'm cruise definitely up. trying to hit the cruise up. Yeah, that'd be dope. So, all right. So we're, we're gonna friends move. on Facebook now, by the way. Me and her. So congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna One step move, closer. We're gonna move on to our next uh, topic. And um, she looks amazing for her age too. By the way, like she looks amazing. I never thought that was. I, I would never thought that. She looked like, she looked like us. Like no I'm dead. No, like that's that's. She looks just like like she like our age. You know, your age. You look older than me, but yeah. Do we have to make that point? Yeah, kinda, kinda. That wasn't necessary. It, it really wasn't. It was. It never is. It never is. It never is. It Gosh, never is. the shade is real. So anxious. Um. So moving on, we're gonna talk about um. So you know the shy, um. Because there's been a casting Trash. announcement. 
Huh? Trash. What? I haven't made it. I haven't even told people the people what they're talking about yet. I think you tagged me in there. So. I tagged you, but I haven't told the people. I think the people may not a, know. Oh, I'm sorry, but when they find out, they'll, they'll probably say Okay, the same so thing. basically, the cat, the the shot, they made a casting announcement. They, we got some new cast members joining the cast. We got uh, Luke James. Now, if y'all don't know who that is, he played um, Johnny Gill on the um, the new edition movie. He's a singer too, right? Yes, he's a singer. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a successful singer, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, Lil Rail. He's a comedian. And then we have Lala Anthony. She's joining the cast of the shy. So she's leaving. She'll Lala Anthony, the, Carmelo's wife. At the power ends, she's coming to the shy. Why are you rolling your eyes, man? <laughs> What's wrong? Man, I'm just thinking about, you all look these, I'm thinking about all these bad scenes that I'm seeing. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I, no, no, this is right. I don't know if I'm ready to see Lala in any more of those kind of TV shows. Okay. I think she should have went to, she should try to go to a lighter show. Like something light, nothing heavy. Mm. The shot's heavy, power's heavy. She should do something light. Mm. A light show. Mm. I'm, and I'm trying to think of a light show, right? Something where it's like, it's kind of comedy, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the, on a block or something like that. Be somebody's mom. I don't watch that show, but it looks like something I wouldn't watch, so she can be on that. I think On the Block is a heavy show. It's from heavy? What I understand, from my understanding. No, nah, when I mean heavy, I mean like I think on the, the content is heavy. I think On the Block is I watched heavy. it. It seemed comedy to me. I think it's a heavy show. You watched it? I've never seen it. Kendra's yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's... Nah, it's, it's, I think the later seasons are heavy. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. the later maybe, episodes. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, well, either way, she can be on it because I don't watch the show. I don't watch the show. Jinky, so she so can only right. be on shows that yes. you don't watch. <laughs> that's how it's wow, that is a Kanye-ism. Yeah. You, so anxious for her to You are get... definitely a low-key Kanye-ist. Low-key. Hey, where the piano at? Look. <laughs> You're the piano right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, Here's the thing, right? And I've already expressed express this before. I'm going to express it again. Um, I feel like, again, I know that Jason Mitchell has been fired. I get it. But I feel like I'm being cheated of uh, ending with his character, with Brandon. I want, because they've already revealed that Brandon's going to die. But I want to see Brandon die on camera. <laughs> I don't, I, I do. I, I, know, I know that sounds oh, bad. That sounds morbid. But I want, I feel like we deserve, we need that. That, that's the kind of show that this is. Like, I don't feel like it's fair that we open up the show with his picture at his funeral. Here's the thing, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's, the thing, just... here's the thing. He couldn't act right around cast. Well, I know. We know that. I know, the, no, I know saying, that. How, how are they going to film this? Like, what, I know. But, but, private it, location? It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. I'm just saying. Just, I'm speaking from a viewer situation. I'm just a purely viewer. Let's forget about the whole sexual harassment situation. But, you know, honestly, I think that they could do that still. They, def- they definitely could just say, okay, we're well, just going to be you on set. You're going to get killed by Reggie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I got you. They can definitely do that. Or get a body double. You want your money? All right. Come to that episode. You messed up. Not us. Let me tell you. Um... I hope he doesn't mind me telling the story. Um, Jason Mitchell? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know Jason Mitchell. Well, not yet. Okay, um, gotcha. But I have a, a friend who was a series regular on the show, and um, he decided to leave the show after two seasons. So they brought him. I don't know if they brought him in on the season premiere, and they like his character was the one that got shot, so they just showed his body being rolled in. And it's a, it was a show. Oh, okay. It was not, not the show. Huh? No, no, not the shot. No, no, no. It was a show that used to come on television. Okay. So, like, he because he he decided he didn't want to come back for season three. So, like, they was like, well, you come. I guess they brought him in to shoot that scene 
for his body to be rolled in, and then that was it for him. So maybe they could do that. Maybe, like you said, maybe they bring him in, he shoot a scene separately, and then he yeah, gets shot. I think that he is not a it's a sour ending, not on so much on his part, but just for the fans. Mm-hmm. But I don't think with I don't think it's no bad relationship between them. It shouldn't be him and that person. Maybe yes, and then that person in the shot maybe because she went out and said the stuff. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they they wasn't they wasn't really happy about that. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I think just to get him to do that, but I think it's just everything surrounding. Like maybe, I think it's maybe the, it's probably the principle that they're just like, don't see his face in the show yeah. no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think, but I think it's wild though. They got like they had to, get, they got three people just to, you know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure where the storyline was going anyway. But it, to me, from what I'm looking outside looking in, it's like it looks like you got three people to replace this one character. I can, I can understand Lil Rel though because he's from Chicago. So that that's that's that factor right there. There's like commons in there because I'm talking about comedy. like his char- I mean his character though, like who the, the part he's playing. He probably he could just be himself. No, he's not. He's playing the owner of a bu- of the Sunny's building. Okay. Well. And then Luke Perry, Luke Blue Perry, that's the wrong person. Luke James is playing um is playing Reggie's older brother. What Reggie? Yeah. Oh boy. And hey, then I don't, I don't, I don't uh, Lala is playing a businesswoman, a savvy businesswoman, from what I read. So, I think you're just trying to get me there, man. I don't no, know. I'm not. I just I read this off Shadow and Act. Go to, um, if you go to shadowandact.com, it's right there. She's a businesswoman in power, right? What's supposed no, to be? No, no. Well, oh yeah, she does on her own shop. I forgot yeah, about that. You, in power. you forgot? You know why? Because you know why? Because she didn't embody that. <laughs> she didn't. No, I'm for real. She didn't embody that businesswoman role. You look at her as a sucker right now, or just a dummy, because she embodied the dummy role of being a, a friend. You know what I'm saying? She body that. But um, yeah, you don't look. You you forget all about that beauty. I, I actually forgot. I ain't gonna lie. I slick forgot about that. See, that, that's what that's what that's what certain acting does. Wow, certain acting you forget about it. Jinkies. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, it is what it is. I can't I can't make this up. You, clearly, I can't make this <laughs> up, man. You know what I'm saying? Every other actor that has something going on, you know what they got going on. You don't forget that. You know, mm. even Dre. I don't forget that he was a flunky in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. You know? Well, are we talking about power? Um. I, I did this on I do Carlton says I do my little vlogging every day or whatever. Um, for me, um, I I told my sister this too. I said the only two characters right now that's keeping my attention is uh, uh, Tariq and Rashad Tate. Hmm. Like, and I say that because when you and Slim did Fire Nights that week, and y'all was talking about Tariq and talking about how he's like mini ghosts and different things like that, and I actually am paying attention to him now See and just kind of watching his storyline. I'm intrigued. Like, I actually I'm think interested. that his spinoff would be better than this. Like power. his spinoff could be the bomb. Like mm-hmm. it would be amazing. I can, like, again because he's still growing up, like in real life. So it's yeah. like to actually see him grow into this man, you actually get to see the transformation. And I'm interested in that. And of course, with Lorenz Tate, I mean, I'm, I'm a Lorenz Tate fan, but just his character. Now that we're seeing his character more, like I'm intrigued by his upbringing, and I'm intrigued by the world of politics Who he really is. and stuff like that, like all that. Because I feel like with his spinoff. You're gonna actually see the Corrupt corruptness politics, yeah. of politics, and not just Larris. I mean, Larris, not just Rashad Tate, but all the other people that's involved. Yeah. in that arena. So I think that'll be dope too. Um, and, I know we, I know we ain't talk about it much, but honestly, you said the characters keeping your keeping your interest. Um, so since you picked those two, I'll pick two other ones. Okay. Um, honestly, I know I don't know how long he got just because of the, how the series is going, but Dre mainly because he's. Because he clearly, you clearly can see he's playing both sides. Right, right, right. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. And Proctor, I don't know why, but mm. him and Proctor, mm. I, I'm, I'm, 
I didn't like what Proctor did the last episode. I thought oh, that was, that was ooh. But it also lets me know that his, that she was telling the truth that he got her hooked on them drugs in the first place. Right. So amazing wonders how good of a lawyer is this woman really is because she must be really good for him to not want her to be a lawyer. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like he's trying to sabotage that. Um, so I thought that was I thought I thought that was dope a dope piecing. So I and this is why I always say why even though the 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 seasons were slow and it wasn't that great, you need those to have these kind of seasons. You know what I'm saying? So like that little scene of him planning all that stuff and, mm. and it just makes you know that she was telling the truth in in prior seasons that you got me hooked on these drugs. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. every time it's her getting her hooked. He know the, he know the trigger points to. Make her want to go back to drugs. Right. It's, that's that's scary. He, you know, it's funny. We talk about, like I said, we, we talk about the power and stuff, and that's he he battles with that. His power, but in in that, in that sense, is one information, two his daughter. Mm-hmm. As long as he had his daughter, he got the power. The minute he didn't have a daughter, he had power, so he had to plant them drugs. Right. You know. So and it's, and that's funny because I say Proctor and and and, and, and um Dre. Dre same thing. He needs his daughter too. No power without his daughter. It just, it just, you know. I think I like the show in the sense that you could talk about it in so many different ways and come back to certain characters. When you really, even the smallest character means so much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to talk about the new guy. Um, apparently, I feel like he's somebody. You just don't know. Oh, him Tasha's new guy. I was like, Tasha's a little freak, man. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I was like, bro, it was, it was literally five minutes. I don't. I don't. I know it's two different scenes. It was no, 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 no. I know. Ago. I was like, bruh. I was like, you don't even know this dude. You know, let me tell, let me tell you what pissed That's me off. Right. It's not the fact that you kissed him. What pissed me off is the fact that this. It's drama with her. I don't like. Like it's drama. It's, it's just drama. Like you, you do that, knowing who you are around. Like you put you put people in these weird situations. Mm. Sean, Sean would be alive if it wasn't for, for her. Probably. I, mean, I know. I know. You know, Kanan did it, but I'm just saying, like, say, it's know. a lot that went on. I feel gotcha, like gotcha. I, I feel he was, you, you know, him and Ghost had that little strain. So he started working with more with dad, you know what I'm saying? She, it's like she put people in these weird situations, but I like she didn't do nothing. Because you ask Tasha, she don't do nothing if you ask Tasha. Mm-hmm. She just, I'm loyal to Ghost, I'm down. No. And I think people people mix loyalty with, because, oh, I've been around and didn't tell the cops on you. That don't mean anything. You're not loyal to me when you mess with people that's that's close to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, lawyer, I mean, you're not lawyer when you do it anyway, but if you're going to do it, go somewhere else with that. Don't stay in the family with Tasha it. Tasha stopped being loyal to me when, again, when Ghost said he wanted to change and she was like, nah, we got to stay doing this. And you know what? That's when that's the loyalty stopped need, to me. And that's why you need those seasons to have everybody that was big up on Tasha. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I hate to make people judge people based on who they like, but anybody that don't see a problem with Tasha does, get away from that person. <laughs> I'm be, I'm I'm hundred percent honest with you. Anybody in that that likes power, anybody, if you like power and you I talk about it, and the girl that you're talking to right now says she 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 team Tasha, leave. I'm leave. Just go away. Don't 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 go back. Don't text it back. Put it leave on red. Block the number. Go far away because it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not conducive to your progress as a man. Mm. Nobody nobody needs a Tasha on their team. I'm not to agree with that. Nobody. I'm not to agree with that. She. Mm-mm. She she one of the people that's and she, we want to end the day. All they the time. they stay down for you when it's beneficial for them. Exactly. So and you know it go back to show you. You know reason why I say that it shows you it's telling when they say she said she wanted divorce. They say no. 
what can we do to keep you? So every time something's beneficial to her, she okay with being married to ghosts when it's for her benefit. When it's for her benefit. Mm-hmm. Did she ever really love ghosts is the question now. Mm. She seems like she's only okay when it's beneficial to her. When the season started, she was it was glitz and glamour. Mm-hmm. She didn't have fun that first time the club. She like, why are you doing this? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. She never wanted to see that progress. So, um, I I hate the fact that she she I don't I hate her, her character, in the sense of anytime something is done that she doesn't like, she's real big to throw it out there. Like, what man would do this and take this this money from? But you did a lot of stuff that I, people could ask what woman would do this. Mm-hmm. But you ain't talking about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's my only issue with Tasha, and I think that she just she just bad for business. Clearly. Huh, that's obvious. And then on top, on top of everything, I'm beyond. On top of everything, this, this is my, this is my, this is icing on the cake. I can't get past this. Uh oh. I'm real big on you be on my side. You're on my side. If I'm married to you, you gotta be on my side. It is no way possible I can be married to somebody, and somebody that tried to kill me mm. can have a conversation with you. Mm. You supposed to call me, and that person is, is cool enough to be around you. We need to be setting that man up. Cause he's clearly trying to kill me. Mm. So when you, people say, "No, Tasha loves ghosts, but once you love somebody, you you gonna love them. That's it. You cannot be in love with them. You gonna love them. That's not love. If that's love. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that. <laughs> I don't want no parts of Tasha love. Nah, that's yeah. Mm. Man, trying to out him, and you really okay meeting up with him? You gonna wash them? No, what? No, we not doing that. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing with um, Tariq. I mean, it's like that's your dad. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's just Terry got it bad. He got ghosts and Tasha to, as parents. So even though he got a lot of ghosts, he got a lot of Tasha. And you know, kids they automatically gravitate towards their mom when they're that young. Especially with ghosts being always mm. gone, all the way out. And ghosts not being honest with him, trying to protect him. Tyreek, the way Tyreek is the way he is, blame Tasha. People that people that blame ghosts. Oh, he didn't do he didn't do this. He was trying to lie to the kids for their life, so they won't know nothing about it. You mm. know what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to get, bring this in. Tasha Loudmouth behind was the one talking, and, and, and no, he was not trying to bring all that in. I want to know, again, I think the thing we're missing with, because Kanan's character is gone, I mean, they can still do it, but I just, I want to know, I still am confused about Kanan and Tasha's relationship. Because I feel like they was alluding to something, but it's just like, it never got, it never got said. And I, and I still think, I think that Kanan is actually the father of Tariq and Raina. I think so. Because I feel like it's just, she went too hard against, like, she, like, it's, it's, I think it was bigger than the whole, we set him up. She was going too hard. I think that she was it going was too plan. hard. I'm just, it's a hot take. Okay. Hot take endings. This is hot take. You can end it with a hot take because we got, like, set five minutes left, seven minutes left. Okay. I think that Kanan knew Tasha first. He, it probably was somebody who, he was hitting on the side, something like that, maybe. Okay. And, that they, they, they had some kind of plan. You know what I'm saying? I think. Okay. I think she met Ghost. Once again, opportunist. Mm. Seen that Ghost had promise. Made Ghost have, do this plan to get Kanan. Remember how she, remember how he said Tasha wanted him dead? Mm-hmm. But it was either kill him or send him, you know, put him away for a while? Yeah. I think that she definitely played a big part in influencing that plan to be executed. So when he came home, I think that she it's, it's something that was there that Kenny can tell that she didn't want him to tell, which is why she wanted him dead. Mm. 
I think he has something on her involving ghosts. And it's not just we did something. I think it's this was the plan. Or it could be the kids. Mm. I like that. So I, I do think that because there's no reason why you want somebody dead that bad because you want them to be quiet and not, not say nothing. And you know that's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I hope we, I hope we get something. And then that makes me wonder. I hope we get that. Why? She why why she was like that with Sean? Cause it wasn't it wasn't it couldn't have been cause nothing didn't do a ghost per se because the first season they her and ghost was still getting down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't right. so that, that was never the problem. So the problem now I think is that Tasha the character is just out for self. Mm. And and I think it's all a personal gain some way somehow. So doing something with Sean was it to get Kanan upset? Mm. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Right, That's right. One I, of feel things. You. I feel you. That makes you. Women makes are very, very um, conniving creatures. Can be. Can be. I said, choose your words. Certain women. Choose your words. Certain women. Nah, that's that's a true fact. I know. Man. I'm just I'm just true. saying because last week you went on a whole chauvinist situation. Hey man, it happens. I mean, people do it with men all the time. It's, it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? I, I was just I'm just saying. people they they well, they break up with one guy and now all men ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's like bro, <laughs> what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Relax, you have one heartbreak. Relax, man. Oh man. Um. So, news for you. Well, you, I mean, whatever. We just we just talking, shooting the breeze right now. But I am on season two of Snowfall. Oh my, you on? Okay, I got you. No, I didn't mean on. Like I'm on there. I'm. What you think I mean, about the first day. season? Um. No, Snowfall is good. I told you, it's a good it show. It gets better. It's a good show. And to me, I'm not on some comparison ish. Like you know, people like to compare shows. Different. I'm I'm watching it in its own merit. Um. But Snowfall's a re- it's it's good. Written I, well, I like it's very very well written. I like how you're seeing these three different worlds. I see three different worlds. I don't know if it's more worlds, but I see the blacks, the Hispanics, and the um government, the government people. Yeah. So that's that's three worlds. Am I correct? That's correct. Okay. So one of the, I know if there's more worlds out there, but you know, I, once you break it, you you have to. It's, it's, they have it's three parts. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But I think where Franklin is just that you see somebody. In that era that had no but street me, sense let at me all. Tell you though, Franklin, that evolution, like was some serious. It's like crazy. like that last episode of season one, I was like, this dude to turn into a whole drug lord. Yeah, man. Like he up here give like yo, anything they want. Anytime you come by here, give them some whatever they. I'm like, what? The transformation was crazy, and it's like you don't realize he transformed until you see that moment. It's like, dang, yeah. he wasn't even like that before. Yeah, I think it was dope when he had the. The person killed that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, yeah, to yeah. me that that made me want to watch the show forever. I said I'm forever hooked now because of that move. Why season two though? I'm telling you, I, I can't it, wait. I'll come back, but I think every all I can say is that in all seasons, nothing. I'm not. It's not. I'm not, not going to be a spoiler. I just think Franklin has always evolved. Ain't talking about acting. Talking about it's just it's certain things you just. It's just luck. And I think it's luck to pick an actor that great. Yo, and I didn't know he was British. Yeah, see, he's in a Breakfast Club a couple years back, so I didn't know I that. Watching it, and he talked like like that. That's how he talked. It's crazy. Hey man, yo, like these dude from All America, he's British. The main yeah, guy, like all yeah. these all these great actors that you wouldn't like when he's when he he did a commercial, and I was like, wait a second, where the accent come from? Crazy. Crazy, but y'all make sure I'm waiting on Kendra we can, so we can start season two of Snowfall. I'm excited. Yeah, that was dope. You definitely gonna love it, man. Love it. Um, but yeah, um, I'm about to binge watch Oz. I, I love Oz. I, I've never yeah. seen Oz. Nah, the first season is crazy. So I like I said again, I I have who access to everything Hulu, 
So it's and it's on Hulu. So I'm gonna start watching. For real? Yeah, I was on Hulu. Oh, I know. I'm on. Oh, okay, I'm on, I'm on at the night. Now, see, now I ain't gonna sleep tonight. Yeah. Yo, that's messed up, Carlton. I'm sorry. Not that's really. real messed up. I'm excited. I'm, I'm watching season one over. I'm watching. I wish thing. they would put the wire on the Hulu because I want to watch the wire again. I just love the wire. Like I can I'm watch gonna get the you a hat. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get you a little small hat. You are gonna start wearing it, and we are gonna call you um Adabesis. You'll get it next week when you watch the Oz. You come holler at me, okay? Watch Oz come holler at me. It's you because I re- I think I know where you are going with it. Shut you up. You got a minute left. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and do your closing, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Y'all make sure y'all go to youtube.com slash Victory Productions. Please subscribe to the page trying to get that 5,000 before this, the uh, the year is out. Uh, we got In the Nick of Time premiering on the first Friday of October, next month, October 4th. We got Lover's Lane, last final season premiering November 1st. Um, we just got some great content. We will be, we'll be at Arts in the Heart this weekend. Y'all come on out. We're going to be on the Tripador stage, Doors Building, 3 o'clock. Okay. So y'all come check us what out. Time? 3, Three o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So, and y'all make sure y'all go to the SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash More Than Masters Podcast. Subscribe, listen, share, do all that great stuff. Well, make sure you go on Facebook and go to More Than the Masters, like the page, get all the content. And thank you, know you again saying? to AJ Sanders for being our guest on the show. And being beautiful. We doing the real things over here. All the time. We working, man. yo. Hey, man. We Bye. best now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nice. We out, man. Jinkies.